0: See, my shit just starts like that. Boom. I, I do like you guys it. have a big intro? No? Do you have a... You have, a, you have some sort of intro. A small one, yeah. I have nothing but a... That's it. Hello. Yeah. This is kind of fun. This is like a a pod collab, so I to guess speak. guess we could call it
1: that. Right?
0: The, where the action junkies meet Impact Oh, nears. we got two
1: militants over here. We <laughs> do, literally, right?
0: True story. Yeah, We've yeah. got Byron Rogers, who joining us fresh off the, the freeway uh, <laughs> yeah. today. Look. <laughs> who I don't even know. I just hit up randomly on Instagram. I didn't even think he'd respond, and he did, and here he is. Heck pretty, yeah, man. Pretty cool. Boom. It's an
2: honor to be here, man. It's, yeah. It's it's, it's awesome because I love, my whole brand is about authenticity, you know, so it's like if someone wants to stick a mic in my face and we go ahead and dig into it, like I'm all about it, you know. Yeah. It's just, there's no smoke and mirrors. It's just me. So if I made
0: it here, let's do the show. I know? love I'm it. I'm all about it. I love it. And Daverick of Impactpreneurs. Right on. I like it. It's kind of a mouthful. Impactpreneurs. Oh, really? I like is that? it. Yeah, is it's Russian? good. A lot That's of good. meaning in it, though. Yeah. I dig it. There is. Uh, yeah. You both have some military history. Oh yeah. Well, right?
2: probably not as much as him, but. Been Tell us. Tell wow, the people. Oh, you sent
0: him old. What
2: no. that guy? He looks
3: like he went through hell. Yeah. <laughs> Tell the Junkies <laughs> Nation about you. Uh, let's see. Military, Army, U.S. Army, Special Forces. Okay. Yeah. Did a did a handful of tours in South and Central America. Wow, helping out the CIA, getting funding them, funding their back pockets, right? Respect, right? Yeah, I guess I can say that it's been over twenty years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Has it been? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, mold, man. So yeah. I saw it all, did it all. Time to come to the real world and
0: make some money. Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. And you were uh, Marine Corps, Marine Corps yeah. infantry,
2: O uh, three fifty one. So I was like an assaultman. Shot rockets demo, did I Iraq twice? Got blown up a bunch of times. You know, did that whole dance and then got right into executive protection, so bodyguard stuff.
0: Nice. I love how you yeah. casually just, yeah, I got blown up a bunch of
1: times. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be like, so you still have your <laughs> limbs? And you got blown up a bunch of yeah, times? Man, no, I, I, I got blown up. Yeah, got I
2: mean, I got rocked. I got freaking rocked. Really? I got all you... my, but like nothing compared to some of the boys. You know, I got my digits, caught some TBIs, had an out of body experience, thought I was dead for a few
0: what's seconds. A, what's a TBI?
2: Traumatic brain injury. Oh. Oh yeah. So, you know, had that, you know, that was probably the worst of it, other than all the other stuff that comes with going to war. But um, nothing like ultra cool, you know, like uh, special forces, Navy SEALs, Delta, Delta Dudes. You Snipers know. and all yeah, that yeah, shit. Yeah, all that stuff. You no, know, I was infantry, <laughs> you know, they trained us. It, it,
3: it, you can run, you know. but you can't hide. You'll die trying. <laughs> yeah, you'll die tired, right? i hit right, you from yeah. 800 meters away.
2: <laughs> die tired, bro.
0: Yeah, yeah. Man, Throw the grass
3: so. up, adjust the windage, boom.
0: God. And Sean looks yeah. like he would have served in the military, but I don't believe he did. Right, but
1: no, I just served a lot on the streets. He was yeah. a street soldier. <laughs> a street, street soldier, dude. They're Literally, nice. urban a soldier. Street He's soldier. an urban soldier. Street where'd you, you grow up? In uh, California, in the valley, actually, little uh, bougie ass, rich neighborhoods. Really? Yeah. where you so? Where'd you go to high school? Calabas High School. Oh I just, wow! I just I was probably one of the few that did not fit or belong. Right. In that town, um, drugs. You know family really? abuse yeah. drug addiction drug addiction drug dealing. Oh, I don't know if I ever knew you. any of that in history of uh, you. Um, <laughs> I saw my fight. Like, this is the guy that could get me whatever I need while I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fight, fight, fights secret fights underground fights and then just kind of made my way through life and then um, Somehow, you know got arrested once or twice, but then I beat the system most of the time honestly. What what made things turn around for you? I attempted suicide like, a couple times. Really? Yeah.
0: I uh, See, yeah. this is why I don't like I'm prideful of it,
1: too, because, like, I believe that completely helped me dis- uh, dictate the trajectory of my life. Because yeah. originally, like, I wanted to be a lawyer. I'm great at debating. I like to argue. Yep. Um, you know, and I just, uh, I loved law. And mm-hmm. I was going to become, I was going to go, I was either going to go into criminal law or I was going to go into entertainment law. And then as I'm going through all these problems and mental health issues, I'm thinking to myself, like, there's, I don't have fucking patience to sit in school for six years. Yep. I just don't have it. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. with the whole, you know, the the addiction behaviors. Yeah. I'm not going to sit behind a desk and let a teacher tell me what to do, when to do it, and how to get better and smarter. So yep. I just decided, you know what, let me just get myself better, get healthier, mentally healthier, and then... Uh, you know, from there the the rest of my life just kind of took off. How old were you at that point when you? I was doing drugs from twelve to twenty, and then right before my twenty first birthday, I was like, "If I don't at least give myself a chance at life, like I'm going to end up in prison, I'm going to end up dead, or just some fucking low life loser." And I was like, "You know what? Let me let me give myself the chance that no one else gave me. Where everyone gave up on me, parents weren't there for me, no one gave me any kind of guidance or leadership. Let me let me give that to myself. I owe that myself at least." That much. And if I don't make it, I'll take my life. And I kind of made it... You know, they, they say, don't make a deal with the devil. Well, I made a deal with the devil. I made a pact with myself, and I told myself, if I relapse, I'll pull the trigger in my mouth. Yeah. And that, that actually prevent. I let that sit here every single day while I was being, like fighting through the withdrawals and fighting through um, just that life of getting away from all the people I didn't belong being around. And... Um, there were times where i wanted to go back to the old habits and then i was like you swore yourself you're going to take your life so be ready to fucking pick up the gun and pull the trigger and that that prevented me from ever going back wow
2: outstanding
1: yeah it's so good
2: <laughs> i uh i mean i don't know I, I, for me that's just inspirational you know i it's kind of like the burden of intelligence i think you had to deal with while you're going to school and deal with all the kind of the normal people and the status quo and like yeah. I had to deal with a lot of that, too, where I was just like, I swear, I am not ever going to use this stuff they're teaching me in school ever no, right. again. You know, my father is yeah. a real successful entrepreneur. And so I was just sitting there and then I learned how to work the system and, you know, I like didn't have to lift a finger and got all my grades. And then I was kind of like, well, this is a waste of my time. And then thank God I went to the Marine Corps, no. <laughs> you know, because I was an intense hardcore dude too and then so I, I get it yeah I went into the drugs when I got out of the marine corps and I was intense thank god I didn't die I was like making six figures at like 21 traveling the world just you know going as fast as I could my PTSD was just being addicted to dopamine and just knowing that I don't need to sleep Sleeps for mortals, and I can just hammer and be good. And
1: you sound like I do because I, I preach every day. I only sleep four hours a night right now. Oh, I, I follow I him on Instagram. It's, to, it's four a.m. Four, 4 a.m. Club. 4 guy That's over me. I'm four a.m. I go to bed at ten, wake up at two. Four a.m. Club. Like I preach that all day long. And if if it was up to me, I would not sleep. And like when next year rolls around, I've told many people this that I'm going to attempt, some, attempt something crazy that I watched my father do. Yeah, I'm going to go seventy two hours straight, then take a day off to sleep seventy two hours Savage. stay take a day off to sleep and I'm gonna repeat that process, see if I can survive it or not. Cause that's that's kind of helped me with a lot of the things that have happened for me over the last two, three years is yeah. because I took on the schedule and I'm like, I'm just gonna go 10 to 2 to sleep and go savage mode with my life. <laughs> I love this. And then thing. as things progressed, yeah. I was like, man, if I could just go without sleeping, I wonder how much more I could do. Cause right now my my processes and teaching people is get three days done within a single day. So you create Ooh. three mini days. So if yeah. I'm up at two, By the time you wake up at seven or eight, I've already completed your full day in a mini day. And then if I do that, three of those, so I've done 21 days in a week. Yeah. So how much can I do if I go no sleep? So let me go 72 hours, take a day off and sleep. Yeah. Let me see what that can do for me. So I'm going to try that for like 30 to 60 days. If it just absolutely kills me, then I'll just stick to this schedule. But I'm Mm going to give it a shot because I watched my dad do it. And my dad made nearly a million dollars a year, which to me now is not a lot. Um, That's my goal now a month. But... Watching him do it back then, you know, you go back 25, 30 years ago, that's, that's a pretty penny. Great guap. Yeah. Right? And I watched him do it, and he just did that for 10 years straight, and now he just kicks back, you know. 80 years old, does whatever the fuck he wants, doesn't care about anybody yeah. or anyone's feelings, doesn't yes. care about family that screwed him over. He's like, I just live on my terms. Spot his free. And I'm, and I'm above the law. That's how his mind is. I love it, man. Now I'm the same way in some ways.
2: I go to bed at 11. I wake up at 4. It hurts every single time. With an
1: alarm or no alarm?
2: Uh, with an alarm. You Really? I actually set two alarms, but I also have a shot glass of all my supplements next to the bed. So when that bad boy goes off... <clears throat> Turn over, slam that bad boy, and, and I'm up, and it's game on. I got, like, the music and everything I play to get in the zone, and then it's to the gym, and, you know, I have my own whole regiment. But that's the whole game, man. It's it's, tons it's, God's, I'm the opposite. God's I'm the vampire. God. I love right? that. You're, right? you're, 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 yeah, you see my – I'm at six in the
3: morning. I'm grinding away. So yeah. I'm, I'm up working when they're sleeping, and then they flip it out, right? So on the weekends, I'll go till six in the morning. Wow. But then I'm playing poker at night, cash games. But then I'm working during the day, and I get home, then I got four hours of sleep, right? But then I go, I, I took a nap, I tried to take a nap today. But yeah. Sean, Sean's schedule is perfect. These guys had a great schedule. I have one that works for me, but I'm actually not sleeping eight anymore. I'm, I'm down to six, yep. nice. but I'm, I'm up late. I don't know what it is in me, Yeah. but you can, you can put me to bed 12 hours. I still can't. Seven o'clock It's like, no, eight. Okay, maybe I'll get up. So yeah. what I'll do is I'll go to bed at three o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah. Or 3.30 on the weekend, six o'clock in the morning. And so you guys are getting up and I'm still <laughs> I'm still there and I'm starting to go down. You're coming up. It's like we could do swing shifts, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you got my
2: back, you know what? Right. Like, yeah, let's, go right. hey, let's go
1: to war now. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
2: laughs> yeah, now everyone's ready. How
1: many I'm, hours I'm the nice stalker, count?
2: right?
3: That's, that's yeah. what we did. Yeah. Um I, I'd say six now. Yeah. You know, Sean does
0: four. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm 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 working on that, but I have a different I'm 4 to 6. I'm i I'm up at between 5 and 5.30 pretty much every day with no alarm, no matter what time I go to bed. Okay. It's weird. Okay, I'm so kinda, but I'm also no old, time. and so I need to pee. So I get up to pee. <laughs> oh, so, and oh, that's kind of yeah, cheating, and then I just uh, stay up, if, I, if I'm being honest. honest. <laughs> hey, you take that CBD, man.
3: And <laughs> <laughs> knock you out. Your yeah. prostate shrinks. You just, it all goes, yeah. yeah. Well, so
0: tonight, it's 4, right? <laughs> they don't know what we're talking about yeah, yet, yeah, but they yeah, uh, will. will see. I told him his <laughs> eyes were going to go when he hit 40, and he got mad at me at the and the UFC yeah. fight a couple weeks ago. My, fa- my father's 80
1: and he's still trucking like a buffalo dude. Like really? But he got reading glasses?
2: Yeah, that's but, reading glasses. <laughs> it up. But
1: I'm the
3: He's
2: only like p- nothing you say matters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, the, I'm actually the like only the I'm actually The only
1: person, yeah, in my, in, on both sides of the family trees that doesn't yeah. have glasses. They all had glasses by the time they were 20. Wow. I didn't have glasses till I was like 40 something. I
0: literally You're feel like I up. woke up at 40 and like I was blind. Was strangest,
3: strangest <laughs> fucking thing. It was thing. over. That's doing this too much. Yeah. Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, it's just <laughs> yeah, less oxygen. But yeah. like tonight, it's Friday, right? Yeah, I will be up till yep. six, seven, or eight o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Saturday morning. Play cards? cards? Yeah, I'll play po- uh, be okay. I'm making money. But I also... Yeah. Which you have been. I've been seeing your posts. You've right. been crushing the cash but, game. But I'm also getting yeah. like the NFT connections. The, yeah. Uh, crypto kings were there. Yeah. I'm like, I'm trying to, like, wait, what are you doing? Wait, that's they Elon They playing Musk? poker? No, dude. Oh, I met the guy, the Bellagio. I told Sean the story. Guy, the guy goes, oh, you need to do, um, what was it? I can't, it's on here, my, my uh, crypto. Yeah. You need to do this. I said, yeah, whatever. He said, no, no, no. This is this is what uh, Mr. Tesla is doing. I go, who? Elon? I said, get out of here. He shows me a text. Mm. These are kids. When I say kids, younger thirties, late twenties, yep. right? Sure. I'm like, he said, yeah. So so you need to invest here. I didn't do it. A week later, boom, it took off. This time, I got the call on Shiba Ibu. yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, you know. Coinbase only you does twelve fifty dollars 50 a day. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go, 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 right? It went up. It's like, okay, I made some money. They're like, that's a long play. So I'm trying to meet with these guys, get around for coffee. The other guy's like, oh, I'm an NFT guy. And they're all talking NFTs, yeah, right? Yep. And some people don't know. It's basically a, a one-off digital asset, right? Yeah, yep, yep, or character. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so I'm getting into this, learning about it. And these kids are all rolling around not working, playing poker, yeah, jet setting in private jets. I'm like, what yeah, do you got man. crypto. The game's yeah. changing, and I'm not saying that's for everybody. Yeah, I mean, the long play is index funds, Nasdaq. That's good too, but I think you got to diversify. Yeah. you know, 33 percent here, 33 percent here, 33 percent real estate or whatever business. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm trying to learn, and I'm listening. Every guy, they're all business minded, and I said we all need to get together, sit mm-hmm. down, grab coffee, and talk business. We need to figure out this crypto thing because you all are playing in it, but you're not. You're not, you're not writing that. You're not signing the checks on the front. You're signing them on the back. Mm-hmm. How do we get to sign the checks on the front and own this shit? Because mm-hmm. these guys, I got their IGS. They're on jets. I'm like, what, what jet is that? How old are you? Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you do? That's Nothing. Awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's just kind of what I'm playing. I'm also. You're working. I'm man. looking at their aps or Richard Millies, yeah, you're you're their paddocks. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. That's
2: it's what's
3: like not, how'd you man. get that? It's a Richard Millie. Oh yeah, I got a couple of them. couple of them. Said, those three hundred thousand dollar watches. <laughs> Some are more. What's that on the valet? Yeah. I want
0: to see that. I saw one yeah. that was one point two the other day. How do you crazy. Do you do that? Anyways, that's too much for a watch. Would you ever spend that much on a watch? Yes. I yeah. would yes. Why? It's, it's status or No I don't the care reason. about status
1: To be honest with you Because like those hire- Says the
0: man in the Bentley Yeah I'm here to learn,
1: to learn at this sta- point. I don't have the Bentley for status I drive the Bentley Because I work my ass off And the only time I can actually enjoy The money that <laughs> I, I make <laughs> Is in the car It's in the car Because Why? I only sleep Four hours a night So I'm barely ever it. home Right So what this the fuck Is true. the point of owning A nice house If I'm never gonna be in it Right The one thing that I can enjoy Is a ride I don't care what anybody thinks I'm with you You know and a watch Same thing I can enjoy it My favorite watches right now That probably next by the end of next year's goal is to buy a Jacob and Co. It's a half a million dollar watch. And they just there's a uniqueness about them. They're one of a kind. So Mm -hmm. I want one of those. Yeah. It looks Mm -hmm. nice, it's slick, it's sexy. I get it. And it's not for what anybody else thinks, but I just like the way they look. Right. they're so you you look at how they design it too. They you can watch a video, they have one, how everyone is designed, and it's just nice. They're all handmade. I have have an uh, appreciation for like arts and crafts at a high value mm -hmm. because they're one of a kinds. Yeah. yeah. No one else can have it. So I'm, I'm all about that. But it's relative too, right? Yeah. So
3: Warren Buffett doesn't finance a, a house. He pays cash, mm. right? And the guy said, why don't you do that? He goes, well, do you finance a cheeseburger when you go through McDonald's? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 that's true. He said, that's it's relative. a real estate guy. Right. Yeah. So for us living here, we go to the Philippines. They're like, you guys are rich. You got running toilets. Yeah, you you like got two or three TVs. Right. Two nice cars.
2: Astronauts. You think. guys got <laughs> clean
3: water. We're wealthy. Mm-hmm. And and they can't imagine us paying twenty or thirty, forty thousand dollars for a car. Right. And yeah. and our cars are way more than that, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. when when he says a million dollars or a richer Milley's three hundred thousand or whatever, yeah. well, how much are you making? Right? You're right. making a hundred million a year and you buy a, a two hundred
0: eighty thousand dollar watch. Right, or whatever. It's all it's all relative, yeah.
2: Right. I so, hope <laughs> I hope everyone listening is taking notes, man. Cause this is this these are the cheat codes, you know, like God's currency, time. Like everyone gets their time, and what Mm -hmm. you make out of it is just. I mean, everyone's got twenty-four hours. You actually,
1: you just said it. The cheat codes. So, like, like well said. Because I was talking to somebody about this. Is. You know, you go back in time when everybody was kids, most people, most boys do yeah. played video games and at some point the cheat codes came out, yep. skip a level, right. get to the end of the game, yeah. get a machine gun <laughs> at the beginning of the game, whatever it is. Yeah. Well, like the same thing goes with mentorship and advice and people that have done it and been there is yep. we're giving out the, we're giving and also receiving from people above us if the cheat smart. codes of life. Right. And you're giving it,
0: yeah. but a lot of people don't listen. Yeah. yeah they man. don't fucking listen. Well, yeah. Or they just think they just assume, Well, no, I couldn't. I had he's right?
3: got a roadmap. He's yeah. got a roadmap. I, he's yeah. a he got evidence. He has. I'm sorry. I gotta pace. say, this. he has a gal. He took from three grand to 15k a month. That's life changing. And with all due respect, she's a trainer. Great. Yeah. She's okay. She's young. Yeah. And 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 people see that, but they won't go to him that are right. trainers and say because they got ego and pride.
2: Yeah. Well, and I mean. Like uh, not to be religious at all, right? But when you hear Jesus say, "Let him who has ears to hear, let him hear," like that's what we're talking about, you mm-hmm. know. So, like with my psychology background, I got I got into psychology because I had so many friends that didn't get this stuff. So we got out of the Marine Corps, and I'm watching dudes like tap out. I'm getting phone calls, and dudes are committing suicide. I got more dudes that died after, and right. I'm sure you yeah. know it right? happened
1: to me too. Yeah, yeah. And
2: then that actually died at yeah, war. Yeah, the PTSD and,
1: is nasty, dude. So I'm wow. sitting
2: here, and I'm like, man, like time is everything we got to hustle we got to make something of ourselves we need to get smarter we need to get better and, I, and my dude just didn't get it you know but and so i tried to understand how to help humans want to help themselves you know there's no explaining man's indifference towards himself you know i think it was like napoleon hill or ralph waldo emerson said that but that was like one of the big pains in my life when i got out so i just started hammering on my stuff and so like this These conversations are how people level up if they're at the place to listen and they have the wisdom. Well, they have to be
1: ready. The, that The place, yeah, it's, man. It's, 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 it's basically like Redcon. You have, be, be in a state of readiness, right? Yeah, that's, you're like 100%. What do you mean? It's a state of readiness. 100%. So if you're not in a state of readiness to level up and actually want something more and better yeah. out of life, then I can sit here and I can hand, hand you. Yeah,
2: exactly. And you're just exactly. going to be like,
1: Oh, anyways,
2: and you'll go back to playing Angry Birds on your well, phone. Like, you know what's funny? <laughs> scrolling that. through
1: Facebook. That, was, that
0: right.
3: was fun
1: for a minute, right? Man, a minute. I, was, I definitely <laughs> did a tour of much. Angry Birds duty. <laughs> you know? You know? Shit. As he, as he said, that, like I've had clients that will hire me for business coaching. I'll lead them into, into you know, making more money than they ever thought they could imagine. And then yeah. I've had clients that say, I never really got any value. And it's like, well, why do you, why do you feel like you didn't get any value? Because mm. I know yeah. I didn't give you any bullshit. <laughs> yeah, you know? right. And it's like, well, did you execute? At the speed of instruction, yeah. no. So where's that. your value? That's that, a that's, hard one. The that's speed a cheat of code right there. Yeah. That's execute? the cheat code. Yeah. So like, if you're not going to move at the speed that I give you information and advice, right. and you ch- you choose to take the information I give you and apply it a week later, well, guess what? You're now drown. you're probably about five weeks behind. You're gonna drown. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I'm ready to give you the next step, and you're right. still figuring out the first one that you haven't even operated on yet.
2: Well, and and what? Because I've, like, what is that? Like, you can tell someone all these different things, but like, it's like they're t- where they're at in their development, their maturity, their ability to execute, take risk. Like, hey, you know, in the beginning, I started to try and have partnerships in business, right? Ooh, and I that. hated that. I learned that lesson. Well, I was well, like, I, well, look his face. like oh, I hated it. You huh? know? And I started <laughs> to learn, like, everyone's at these different places, and you can tell people things, and they just don't, like, I know for me, you know, I got blown up. I got, you know, I died in Iraq and I was like, look, part of my thing coming back, I was like praying. I was like, Father, if I get a chance to come back here, I swear to God I'm not gonna waste this thing. I'm going hard in okay. pain every single day. Can
3: I ask you something? When you yeah. said that, were you were you were you dead saying that to your <laughs> conscious? I mean no, I am Yeah. Like are so, you were you saying that after, like, okay, yeah. I'm barely alive
2: if I were you dead saying so, that? So I was in a like an alternate reality, man. Oh, so wow. I was like, I woke up in a room and it was just like black. Like I was just like, and I wasn't scared and I wasn't in pain. I was like, fine. Like I was just chilling. I was like, were you, I was like you... kind of like just hanging out. And I was like, man. And I was like, how'd I get here? So then I went through this whole kind of experience of like, I saw my last thoughts that were going through my head. Like, why is the water what? cooler trying to come on my butt? And then I was like, oh. I was sitting on a water cooler, and I was like, oh, and I'm still chill, and then I'm like, oh, I was in Iraq, and I start to recall everything, and I was like, wow. oh, I was on patrol in Iraq, and then... I got hit with the deepest sorrow I've ever experienced in my life because my dad, long story, dangled me off a balcony when I was trying to go in the Marine Corps. My dad's a hard dude, got shot at point blank range with a shotgun, survived, came back like he's a hard dude, right? He's a man's man. I went in the Marine Corps, went to war just to be like, this is the one masculine thing that he can't take, <laughs> he can't say ain't, you know, what I mean, ain't nothing. So anyways, so I promised him I wouldn't die, you know, um, and so I was like, dang, I failed, you know, I, I died, you know, and I'm, I'm a pile of guts. And I, I started to feel really, the deepest sorrow I've ever felt. Um, and then, you know, like I started to see my family members and I remember what was really killing me was being like, you know, I'm 19 and I never lived. Like I was here, like I went and chased some chicks and did some stuff. I was like kind of a cool dude, you know what I mean? Like, but I never was conscious through this whole dang experience and it's over now. And that's what really killed me. And I remember praying and I was just like, father, if I, if you, I, if you can send me back, if I get back, I swear to God, I am going to go ham. And since then, you know, and then the, the story gets into like some touched by an angel stuff. I start seeing my grandma, she tells me to start praying and you know, I actually cry out to Jesus and that's how I got back and I got power over my body again. And then I actually banged my way out the back of the freaking truck. I was like, I'm not going to freaking die here. And I blacked out, woke up 30 yards away because apparently I jumped out, sprinted away, and <laughs> the things just got nuts. And then I got my squad out and we started clearing, clearing trash. But I, um, that event, for me, was my Phoenix event. That event, re- I was reborn. Because wow. I, every day since then it's yeah. war. It's all out war. I wake up early and I'm hitting this thing like it's war. Every so,
1: minute so of every day, I'm like you and I you and I, I, I are like in sync, yeah. like heavy right now. Like I'm yeah. I'm with you hundred like, like everything you said, like your phoenix is not your, your funny. phoenix moment. Your <laughs> yeah. phoenix move your phoenix moment. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wasting time. I'm yeah. not fucking around. Yep. No one's getting in my way. You yep. get in my way. <laughs> either jump on I'm, the train with me or I'm gonna bowl I'm gonna right keep through. Moving. You. Yeah, exactly. I'm with you. Like I'm I'm sinking with you hardcore right now because it's giving me goosebumps because same here because that's that's my story as far as how it happened yeah. And what took place mentally and emotionally It really did give you same. goosebumps
0: I see it No it yeah, did man. No, Because I man. connected
1: with it Because like Yeah his is from the military Mine's from drugs and and, and suicidal attempts But yeah. it's the same exact thing Like yeah, I, had a had th- I had that awakening moment yeah. The spirit spoke to me yeah. And that's when I was like I gotta give myself a chance And yep. then I never looked back after that And yeah. the last three years Is when I really went balls to the wall So, right.
3: so I'm gonna ask you a, a, a different type of question So oh, yeah. do you feel you were touched by an angel And you're a messenger from God in some way like to come to, to, to impact people's lives. Do you feel that? And is that a weird, strange question, but I feel like I'm getting
2: that energy from you. Yeah, man. So I lament at the tragedy of living life unconsciously. And this thing is a really crazy miracle. You know, we're hurling through space at like some 60,000 miles an hour. You know, we got 70 some trillion cells working synergistically for us to be able to use this consciousness. If you ever see the math equation of consciousness worked out on a, like it's insane. It blows your mind. You can't even read it. Right. You all the different ecosystems at. that make it so we can like breathe and walk around. Not to mention the technology. Like this stuff is freaky if you actually think about it literally, right? Right. So for me, the tragedy of a human just being in this miracle, all these trillions of miracles working, the lottery of being born. And just freaking complain about their dang frappuccino. It drives me nuts. And so I, <laughs> right. I know that feeling. And I know when I die, when I have to, when it's my turn again, I have to be like, you know what? I went hard in the paint. And so I, a lot of my content is around helping people start to realize, like, yo, that's what this is. Like this is crazy miracle time. We this are this is our. Go at godship over our lives. You want to do something? Nothing's going to stop you. You've been given this, and it's all up to you, and it's all your fault, and everyone's self-made, but only the successful one in a minute. So to answer your question, yes. like That uh, leveling up of consciousness that did come from kind of a supernatural near-death experience makes me live my life with that. I think about death all the time. I, I live to death. right? And then also I want to give people that experience that I got from like the hill, like from the fire, to be able to be like, "Hey, look, wake the frick up, man!"
3: Right, because people are walking around dead, <laughs> zombies, <laughs> hey, I got, dude, I got a straight zombies. I got a question:
2: So, are you yeah. Are you afraid to die? No, man. I if I, I like the whole game is like I, especially at work, you know, when I'm protecting people, I got to be ready to give my life in a second. I live every minute of my life so that if I get in a car accident on the way home, uh, I can be proud of. Because none, none of these moments we have are, are certain. Like at yeah, any minute, correct. it yeah. can go down. And I live my life every <laughs> single minute to where if I die, it's like, nah, dude. That dude made it you, all. You, yeah. know, you know what's he interesting about, about that? Hard think, as he
3: could every minute he had. I think about that. I'm not afraid to die, but I'm afraid that I didn't set my family up right before I die.
0: That's a Does that make sense? Oh yeah, no, for sure. That,
1: that's that's a perfect that's yeah. a perfect drive. Because they're not. Here. I'm yeah. not. Right? I
0: went and got <laughs> a big life insurance policy last year for that exact reason. <laughs> uh, Literally. Uh, no, Did that, your that, girlfriend sign it? Yeah. I was like, "Do you got a life
3: insurance policy?" I'm like. Hey, you're Mexican. Wait, what are you asking? Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, but I. Now she, I'm she, working my ass off and, not to be worth more dead than alive.
3: Here's that's way. not good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and she's the... related to the Guzman family, yeah. right? <laughs> Chapo. So it's like, wait a minute, what are you asking me this for?
1: <laughs> no, someone someone asked me that once. That's why, because as you're talking oh, about yeah. it, someone asked me once, and I was like, no, I've already I've already tried to take my life. Yeah. So there's nothing about death, <laughs> yeah, that scares me, right? Um, but. The day that I'm on my deathbed for whatever reason, whether it's tomorrow or in 50 years from now, um, I want to be able to know that I'm dying, that I gave everything I had every single day, maximize my time, my efforts. and and the amount of lives I impacted at the same time that's very crucial and critical for me because I fucked up a lot of lives being a drug dealer Yeah. so I want to do the exact opposite yeah that's Um, awesome you know so that's that's kind of like where where my my brain has been at it's like an alchemical kind of process Mm -hmm. it's like an alchemical like thought
2: process I draw so much power from the realization that this is finite like I'm I'm moving towards death every single moment we're dying together in this room right now we can't get these minutes back you know oh yeah people are listening to us they're dying at the same time, you know. So I'm going to try and make it worth it. Well, give them as much value as we can. And when you, you know?
3: and what's scary is when you get on a calculator and you say, "Okay, what, what's the average?" <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you know where I'm going. With this, uh, I've done this. This was oh, yeah. years ago. It's like I only got fourteen thousand days left to live. Yeah. And now it's probably nine, right? 9,000. Yeah, you're like, right. that's not a lot of time. Yeah. You know, wake up, you're 50. It's like, yeah. am
0: I going to go to, how much time we got left? Do you think about that more because you're dating someone younger? Like, we both have that in oh, common. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah, I think be about in it. Like, right now. Like, 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 literally. You know, I'm 51. My girlfriend's 30, just turned yeah. 30. Yeah. And, like, and I think how, about all the time.
1: What? How old is your girlfriend? She's 29 on 52. So 29, 30, 51, 52. Yeah. Look at
0: these guys. Yeah. Man. yeah so, but. <laughs> did, how you doing? But, yeah, right? Crazy. Do you find right. yourself thinking right. like that? Like, fuck, like when I'm 80, she's, you start doing that math, and it's like, yeah. fuck, man. Yeah, like, it's like, really don't getting... take the tennis
3: balls off my walker, but you change my pee bag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. a hired nurse. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. It's like, wow, oh, you shit. know, I'm almost, you know. Yeah. I mean, what is it, 90? Is yeah. it 80? So we got 30, 40 years left? Yeah. Maybe 50 if we stretch it, but then it's like, do you want to go that long, right? And then yeah. it's like, well, how are you going to... Quality of life. It's man. quality of life, right? Yeah. And, it's, and it's, you know, um, but... That's, that's an amazing story. I mean, Thank I'm inspired. You. I know he is. You guys have a lot in common yeah. from both sides. It's like you're, you're over here. He's our over opera, here. Our mental operation yeah. is the same. But it's, it's, yeah, it's you mean in the
0: middle. Like, so yeah. now, now I knew gonna. this was going to make sense. But I want to know John's it, story hey, now. You, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> oh, man. Well, 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 <laughs> real, real quick before yeah.
1: you go. I want everyone to answer this. How old do you want to live till? If you could dictate and control, what age would you want to go to? I said 100.
0: I, mean, I always say I want to break records. I'm, I'm going deep. I'm going 100 plus. I okay, guess so 100. Yeah, that's interesting. That's
2: interesting. I mean, I would say it has so much to do with my mission, you know. Um, but I also know that life is so awesome that no matter what mountaintop you make it to there's going to be a mother bring another mountain you right, know, there's, right there's, there that well, was a
3: Glenn, Gary Glenn so, Ross moment well, like, I so, was sent so, here on a mission from God <laughs> you, and yeah, uh, that's you
1: and I are now in the, are, are now no, you just turned 36 we're the same age so yeah, we, we know that in the next 50, 60, 70, 80 years yeah. there's going to be a massive evolution of what the, Like we could be in those like futuristic movies that we see where cars are floating and shit. I want to be the
3: George Jets. You know, so like,
1: so again, back to you now. Yeah. What age, if you could control what age you'd live till, what would it be? Man. Realistically, I mean, it'll be like two hundred.
2: Yeah. No, that's interesting. I feel like. I uh, have, man, it's, I don't know. I'd say maybe 120, isn't
1: that? That's, that's kind that's of the... crazy, bro. Cause that's actually mine too. And I'll, tell you, and I'll tell you why no bullshit. Yeah. So like I had this conversation with my dad once actually, he brought it up to me, he's like, yeah. he's like, how old do you want to live still? And this was probably like seven, eight years ago. We had this conversation. I'm like, yeah. at least 110. He's like, why 110? Mm. And I'm like, number one, I want to hit triple digits. Number two, in another, at that time, so another 75, 80 years from now, our world is going to be completely different and i want to see what our world is going to be like mm-hmm. and i want to know how many people's lives i've been able to change at that point he's like and then he looks at me and he's like listen and this so he's 82 now so i think we were, he was like 70 when we had this conversation he's like listen he's like i plan to be 110 so you better fucking hit 120 <laughs> yes. I, love I love it, it. <laughs> that's awesome and i'm like all right i'm like if you're going to 110 then i have to beat you and you were he was healthier than his father who went yeah. to 90-something, 90 95, 96, yeah. so I know my dad will beat that because my dad is, health, like I said, his health is an ox, works out, he'll go mountain climbing like forever, he'll go bike riding 50 miles at a time. Wow. Um, yeah, he's, he's, he's just an animal. Now, were you close when you were young? No, he used to beat the shit out of me, dude. Like my dad, my So dad, what changed everything? My father, bro, my father, <laughs> I'm six years old sitting on the toilet taking a shit and my dad cracks me in the face hmm. just because. Lays me out. Oh, we got. We just got get hard. Get be harder. Got, or, no, he's just he was just extremely violent. Like, you you very know what's violent, interesting? Yeah.
3: Our fathers all have. My pops hard, is
2: hardcore like
1: that.
3: My too. dad was uh, was ran the whole West Coast with drugs and 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 women. He yeah. was like the original gangster. Oh, that's right. Really? He was a pimp and a hustler and and everything. Yeah, I went to prison a couple of times. Died when I was like two. Wow. Heroin. Your dad died when you were two. Heroin. Yeah. Hmm. My mom didn't know what he did. He owned all these businesses, but she didn't know he was running heroin out of Texas, and she didn't know he was running women. So he had Sacramento all the way up to Seattle and Eastern Washington. He had these prostitute houses and women on the track and, wow. and businesses. And yeah, he, was, he, he found my mom in the newspaper. Hmm. A, a, a Seattle parade and you know back in those days you call the operator and say, can you give me the number to this address sure. hmm. oh yeah, sir here's the number right
1: yeah I remember that yep. yep. oh, yep. yep,
3: yep. and so he kept calling and my grandmother kept hanging up on it he finally got to my mom and he started dating her and my mom liked black men so it worked out great but she didn't <laughs> know what he was doing so he was, you know, and we all have these these dark pasts, you
2: know? Well, it's that, that archetype. Like, I wonder, I mean, I heard it said that your father has a lot to do with your identity as a man. No, my dad didn't per se raise me. I'm from the Bahamas, so I was born in the Bahamas. I grew up in Washington State. My went spent time with my dad during the summers, and then I was with my mom in the winters. And my dad was always hard. You know, I'd show up and he'd like beat me up. Big martial artist, started the first task force like SWAT team in the Bahamas. Got shot at point blank range, survived. Like to this day, when I call my pop, like, I still might have to shoot my dad. Like, like, like I probably might could not beat his <laughs> beat him up. You know what I mean? Like to this day, I'm still like when I call him on the holidays, so, I'm like, that, so I'm
3: like, I love him, he's awesome. That's We're funny, close because the final time he my was dad a, put
1: his hands on me was yeah. we. I, I went out. I went out, all out with him and yeah, I put yeah. him down flipped a glass table over and broke it and I, was, and I threatened him like yeah. fucking touch me again you are a this is fucking over. dead man how old yeah. were you when, then? Uh, 15 or 16 but, but, but oh, yeah. he's,
3: he was probably a man child at 15 he mother- yeah, yeah. was a fucking <laughs> You've been monster been
1: lifting like your whole life right? I, I've never lifted a day in my life please okay, yeah, yeah. Don't get but, cur- but here's, <laughs> here's
3: the scariest part and I don't know about them but I, I'm going to assume this I feel my dad's Energy. And dark energy. It's so easy it's for me there. to slip. yeah. Because I, I, me and my half-brothers talk about it. My dad, he has... He, Papa was rolling stone. I have kids all over the U.S. that I'm finding out about half-brothers. Yeah. <laughs> but we all have... Same that. here. We all My have dad that. was
2: a pimp, too, so in yeah. Buffalo, New York. We, we, Man, we a all thing. have that.
3: that. Yeah. Yeah. We all go there, and I'm like, dude, don't be like your dad. Now, here's a question. I'm from Washington State. Where, yeah, was, where'd you go to
2: high school? Uh, Gig Harbor, Washington.
3: Oh, you're from Gig Harbor. Okay, yeah. so the Navy area.
2: Yep, yep. Okay, almost. okay. He's an island boy all around, man. I'm just like, Yeah, man. But it's interesting, because, yeah, same thing with my dad. I'm asking him questions. He's explaining things to me, and I'm like, ah, oh, man, I'm not going to be like my dad. <laughs> but then you grow up, and we're talking, and I'm listening to him talk, and my wife's sitting there, and she's looking at me like, this
1: is you talking. I'm like, it's him talking. <laughs> it's me. It's, it's it.
2: And the dude didn't raise me. It's <laughs>
1: The, Crazy. Thing, the thing wow. is like as There's much, a genetic memory or something as in there as much yeah. as and I openly say this and I love my dad as much I love as my dad, as, as much as, awesome. as a piece of shit father my dad was when I was growing up. Yeah. Um I adopted and took on all the all the qualities of a man that I yeah. did like my dad was a bad father but as a man mm-hmm. solid dude old yep. school like yep. Italian type and Middle Eastern mafioso yeah. uh, personalities uh, order yep um, Loyalty, family, traditional values. Like, yep. my dad was hardcore when it came to this. And I was like, I like that. Like, that's, that's exactly what I want. Same here, and that's dude. what I expect. That's, <laughs> and that's kind yeah. of how I've, how I've lived my life. That's how I expect from what I expect from people that I allow into my circle and yeah. in, my, in, my, in my inner circle. Yeah. Um, and I, I took on the good qualities of my father, the work ethic, and the shitty qualities. Um, I can definitely say I have some of them by mm. default because I, you know, of what he did. But I have them under control, and if yeah. I want to let them loose, I have I can let them loose when I want to. Yeah, and that's that's power
2: under control. What? That's healthy masculinity in a
1: nutshell, I think. Oh, you mean it's not toxic masculinity? Piece <laughs> <laughs> of shit. That says yeah, that, get too. me. Yeah, no, that's a whole. Nut. We'll be in
2: here for for hours.
3: Dude, there's so, no such thing. Yeah. So let's we just got,
1: get that out. There's no such thing as gotta,
3: toxic masculinity. We gotta talk about John. I don't know any of your stories. It's your oh, turn, man, John, man. I thought I, I could get away John, with it. John's I was poker, just being the poker player,
0: pimp, the orchestrator here. I thought I could escape. What, what I mean, you we know your father. Well, I grew up differently, obviously, because of Play dad. Boys, you know, the I'm just so <laughs> <laughs> You know, I grew up uh, with a silver spoon, pretty much. You know, I grew up in a 10,000 square foot house. Dad was fucking famous, and so. But you're like, you're um, like,
3: you're like that, that movie. I came almost, out normal.
0: You're like almost famous. I'm almost famous. I'm famous every, on the coattails. You know? Everybody knows you. I had the coattails. <laughs> this wow. guy, this yeah. guy, it's, a, it's yeah. like, hey, yeah.
3: there he's with Trump. There he is with this guy. It's like, yeah. how do you know that <laughs> guy? I know Dana White. I know yeah. this guy. Yeah. So what's your background like? T- talk about yourself. Man, you're killing me.
0: Uh shit. Yeah, right? We didn't we should have planned what we were gonna talk about, and then this wouldn't be happening to me right now. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> now on yeah, right. I think so, you're onto something yeah. with this planning shit. Uh yeah, you know, grew up uh kind of privileged in
1: Brentwood in LA and uh Stop right there for a second, yeah. is that where Ote oh, oh, was oh, at? Oh, 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 oh uh, you oh, know, oh, right? Wait, wait, no no no. Oh. But I, I, I want to credit you for something. that yeah. You actually, you just said I was privileged. At least you, there's something like... You know how hard it is for some people to actually admit that I was privileged? I grew yeah. up in a nice life. Yeah. Yeah. like Most people yeah. will use that and complain or say some bullshit or right. pretend like they weren't. But yeah. no, you yeah. actually... I can respect I know it. to some people That what I'm saying Sounds stupid No But yeah. I can I want to acknowledge you thank And commend you. you for that Because not many people will, Can openly say Like I was privileged I grew up in a great yeah. home This is yeah. my house My lifestyle I was almost famous My father's famous yeah. Not many people Will openly admit that Yeah, Like it's some kind of Fucking dark cloud. Like they're scared to Yeah Like yeah. dude Just, like, just like, be who so you are I just dude. want to commend you For or the, that Thank you Thank you man uh, For or or openly
0: saying that Or I, I don't understand that. A lot of them will blame Their life on it Like you know Because a lot of yeah. kids I, I
1: grew up a good kid loved No, Then you're just an Ungrateful piece of Shit,
0: yeah, you know they'll yeah, they'll go 100%. down the drug highway or whatever, and then they'll they'll say, "Oh, it's because my parents, you know, but my parents I don't, don't get love it. me." And da-da-da. yeah, like I don't get it. Like my dad was really busy; it. he was you know shooting a TV show and a recording career and traveling yeah. and tr- touring, and you know. But somehow, I I don't I didn't grow up feeling like he wasn't in my life like i feel like every little league game he was there somehow now looking back like when i was little i didn't know any better but now when i think like how the fuck were you doing 12 hours a day at cbs going <laughs> to vegas performing on the weekends and how are you making little league games on random wednesday evenings like how was, oh. i don't even know i couldn't tell you but super dead yeah so, what, yeah because you know, we do
2: what we want to do man we hashtag hashtag super we, dead, yeah, dude, right super yeah right there. it if we want it
0: it happens that's yeah it but and this isn't me complaining because of the way I grew up, I didn't have any work ethic until I hit thirty. That is a big quality. But you're, st- problem. And like, but you're
1: still. I wanted to be a baseball o- but player. But you're openly admitting that too. Yeah,
0: man. for sure. Like I absolutely wanted to be a baseball player growing yeah. up. You know, and I was good in league, little league, and then I wasn't as good in high school because as you get older, like the kids get better and they're working hard, and I didn't. You know, I lived the off workout. of. Well, I was real good in little league. You know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. oh, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. You know. Um, And so I just didn't work hard enough to get there, you know, and it wasn't until. Really, and then and then stand up. You know, I did ten years of stand up, but that was kind of handed to me, right? Because mm. I obviously started opening for my dad. Mm. You know, so I did comedy. I didn't know that. Yeah, you know, I did ten years of stand up comedy, so I started opening for my dad in Branson, Missouri, in '93. That, the, you're like, I know. Right now, you're, you're like, but you're not, funny, no, you're not even funny, dude. No, you No, no,
1: no um, he's, he's very he, crafty. He has a voice yeah. and the
0: attitude yeah. Yeah, he's to like, be Hey, a, how you doing? WKRP in Cincinnati. I'm John. You know, um and I used to open. You know, I started opening for my dad. And then, but then, you know, like a lot of his friends in the business started using me like Tom Jones, Paul Anka, Dionne Warwick, The Four Tops, The Temptations. I mean, you could pretty much name anybody from that you know, those those categories. Yeah. And I opened for him in Vegas, Atlantic City, all over the country, all over the world for 10 years. Wow. Um, but even that was kind of like handed to me the, the mm-hmm. opportunity. Obviously, you still have to be Good to get, you know. You're sure. not gonna open for Tom Jones and all these people, you know. And suck five thousand people in New York or you know MGM Grand here in Vegas or whatever. Don't mess it up, yeah. Don't yeah, suck. Yeah, Hashtag yeah. Don't I always suck. say it took everyone ten yeah. years to figure out I wasn't funny, but it was a good run <laughs> yeah, yeah. while it lasted, you know. That's what's great. That's yeah, yeah. yeah um, and cool. so, but even then what does that really mean? You're working 20 minutes a night, making 2,500 to on the low end, 1,500 on the high end, 7,500 to tell fucking jokes for 15 to 20 minutes. You can't respect the money. So I used to say like, I was kind of like a stripper that couldn't get off the pole. Like what the pole was this mic, <laughs> it was like, you know? Right? Yeah. And, and yeah. Good. yeah, that is good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, such a like, good you know? it's like really? if you make uh, five grand in a weekend working a total of an hour telling jokes and you don't have to get to work till eight at night and you're done with work by eight <laughs> you're drinking off the whole day no, yeah, and there's man. a lot of hours in the day to fuck to just up mess it up yeah, yeah. and so did i you invest your money or no you can't respect he's like, the money yeah i don't respect the money I fucked up yeah, yeah i mean I, the money. I how
3: many strippers did you put through college yeah no <laughs> it wasn't like that
0: but gambling was absolutely my vice you know um And uh, I I blew through a lot of fucking money over, ten really a whole lifetime. Did you have to like hit a rock bottom? Yeah, for sure. So um, yeah, and I've never said this. We have gambaholic. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Bad. Bad. I mean, I can see that. at one point, I was. Sharks? For money? Uh, at one point, I got into the mob for some money <laughs> in Atlantic City. <laughs> Threats
1: of getting your arm broken if you uh, didn't
0: pay up. I had a guy put a gun to my head in my dressing room in Atlantic I City. That. I had a high yeah. speed chase in LA. And it's, yeah, I mean, this is stuff. Only you got
1: this out of me today because I don't know. I've never <laughs> well, talked about this As we're really talking publicly. about this, is because because yeah. you know. Wow. So, like, um, very quick, short story is like, because like, I work in, uh, I, I'm a recovery coach, and it's mm-hmm. from any life of mental. Mental health, addiction, alcoholic, gambaholics. Wow. Yeah. Um, so I already know some of those stories of yeah. people I've worked with where like, they've been so deep that yeah. there are sharks knocking on their do- door and yeah. they're like, we're taking your arms off if you don't pay up within the next yeah. six weeks. Yeah. For example. So I, yeah, I already know where your story this is, is. I, mean, I <laughs> had a guy,
0: this is back when answering machines existed. Do you uh-huh. remember answering yeah, yeah. machines? Uh, yeah, hey, okay.
1: Yeah. It was almost worse. Um, to hear it click it was, on hey, and you're like, it was worse listening to the answering <laughs> machine than the actual phone call. <laughs> Dude. You're going to die tomorrow if you don't pay up versus, hey. Hey, bro. Yeah, you just yeah. this next week to yeah. pay up or I'm going to kill you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Literally, yeah. It was like, hey. And you're, like, hiding in your room and you, the answering yeah. machine's over there and you're
0: listening yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's things medicine. had gotten so yeah, bad, man. I had to move back. When I was 30 years old, I had to move back in with my mommy because I had fucked my life up so bad. <sighs> and uh, I would weight. get, I'd come home to these messages on machine. And it's like, hey, buddy, it's Joey. Give me a call. <laughs> you know? And then it was like, Fuck. you yeah. want me to? Hey, don't make me send Vinny out there. Literally, the guy's name is Vinny. Don't make me send Vinny out there. 23516 Dolorosa Street, Woodland Hills, 91367. Isn't that where you live with your mother? If he shows up there and he's not invited, you got uh, fucking problems. uh, Call me. That's literally, I'd have messages like Like that. Like it's like tattooed on your brain. Yeah. I even did an event. (laughs) Like he got the whole answer down. Oh, yeah. That was so, the whole frequency of that was so real. (laughs) Yeah. I'll, I'll even tell you. So, it's so I, so right? I, 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 fucked up over ten years, and 2000 to 2001 was the best year of my life and the worst year of my life, okay. all in the same year, if that's even possible. Nice. Um, and I blew through about half a million dollars liquid cash in that year. Whoa! Just, yeah, just like just fucking around. Gam? Not, Stuff. not all of it gambling, <laughs> but just like. Taking, bullshit, taking bullshit eight random people to dinner or, to, you know, yeah, I, ate, I ate out breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Well, now that's not changed. But um, you know, <laughs> I, I, ate, I, I ate out <laughs> breakfast, lunch. Yeah. Cholesterol level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I right. ate out like three three meals a day, you know, nice places, you know, had a lot of like straggler. Hang- my 30th birthday was here in Vegas uh-huh. at the Riviera Hotel, which is now gone. But, um, you know, it was an iconic hotel where like Sinatra worked, Sammy Davis, my dad worked there. You know, it was the first place I ever did stand up in Vegas. Um, and my 30th birthday was there. I had about 120 people. They flew in from all over the world, or all over the country, I should say. And uh, they gave me the Frank Sinatra suite. It's like a two-level suite with a balcony and the river. Uh, it was iconic, <laughs> right? You were living. I had this insane fucking party, open bar. At, uh, this is before like rehab at Hard Rock ever existed. Remember that party oh, yeah, like you yeah. used to do? Oh, this oh, yeah. is before that even existed. I always say I invented rehab because I did it on a Sunday. Right. Um, and I had this big like
3: party. Sunday fun day. It was like
0: 120 people, friends and family. It was amazing. That's when I turned 30. When I turned 31, my party was here in Vegas. It was mm. 12 people. It was me, Gio, who you met when you came in. yeah, um, And you guys know Gio. And uh, 10 random people that I'd met that year um, was at my wow. party. And so this I was the fall. Yeah, yeah. This was, yeah. So my bro- I'm born <laughs> September 8th. So think about this. I'm born September 8th. Uh-huh. So this is, I turned 31 in 2001. Mm. Three days later, it was September 11th. Boom. Oh, shit. So... I remember and I remember along the way so I never drank, never did drugs growing up nothing. I just hmm. if I had a sip of alcohol I just hated the taste. It wasn't about it wasn't a moral thing or anything. I just hated the taste. I'm like yeah. fuck pussy, whatever. Just, okay? Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, it's an acquired taste not for me. Yeah. Okay, so and I never smoked pot, never tried coke, nothing. Really? I tried ecstasy. Oh boy. The month the month here. after <laughs> I turned 30. Yeah. And Fucking loved Law, it. Yeah,
1: like <laughs> uh, lost You're your laughing. Role. I'm assuming
0: you've partaked. Well, yeah. Uh, no, yeah
1: sex on... x have you like this. The greatest this sex this I've had in my entire in life. My,
0: just socially. World, just everything. Yeah, was Everything's I through I've never tried it. Yeah. Good. do no. I mean, no. don't... Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> I'm getting excited That's now. a whole other <laughs> <laughs> chapter like, of life yeah, right there. Don't, <laughs> don't, but try it. No, don't. Don't. Don't try it. Don't. But don't. Yeah, don't. Don't. But I came to this <laughs> town every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Dropping pills every time, then I would yeah, leave oh. Monday, and then I would come in on Thursday, and then yeah. I got to the point I was just fucking living at Mandalay yeah, Bay uh, and Hard Rock back and forth, basically. Uh-huh. I'd fly to L.A. to see mom, mm-hmm. check in, do some laundry, get some clothes, and come back to this town and just party like a fucking rock star for a year. Yep. And then along the way, and do I stand
1: up during that time?
0: Uh, along the way, I forgot I was a comedian, so I didn't work. I just stopped working, um, and I kind of got burned out. And I had it's fun to work Vegas. Oh, this
1: is the half a million you blew through. Okay, got it. It's now, fun
0: okay. to work Vegas, but how many times? can you go to Cheyenne, Wyoming to tell jokes or Sault Ste. Marie, Michigan or, yeah, you know, Minot, just... North Dakota. It gets fucking old, right, you know? yeah, right, Um, I didn't appreciate it. I didn't realize how easy I had it because I also grew up so, you know. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't, have, yeah. the, you didn't right. have the struggle. So I didn't yeah. know the struggle. I didn't But it was really, coming for you. respect the dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then life punched well, me that's, in the well, fucking face. The
1: struggle's always. Day. That's what I call, that's, that's, that's what I call you, you, you You got dealt the hand of karmic debt later in life. right. And, and, and Karmic Justice came in and was like, all right, John, now's your yeah. time. I'm going to fucking make I'm life gonna, eat you alive, yep. spit your fucking bones out until you yeah. figure it out. And yeah. you're
2: going to survive or you're going to die.
1: Yeah,
0: And this is the game we play. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I remember... Um, I remember... Uh, at my 31st birthday dinner with those 12 people that I mm-hmm. hardly knew other than Gio. It was the only one I've known Gio 30 years. He you know? rolled with you. He's your road um, dog. Yeah, he's, he's, the, he's the ride or die buddy, you yeah, know? It's awesome. and, um, you get one. You only uh, get a couple. Yeah, yeah, I have a few, actually. I'm <laughs> lucky. Yeah. I have I a few. I a few, too. Man. And uh, I remember I got up and excused myself. So my, along the way, my dad kept saying like, you're getting too thin. Like I weigh like 195 right now. Yeah. Back then I weighed like when I turned 30, I think I weighed 165. Mm-hmm. When I turned 31, I weighed 145. I graduated high school, at 145. I was like a tall, thin twig. Wow. Okay. And uh, so I remember you're... along the way, my dad was like, you're too thin. You're too skinny. And I used to say to him, you know who tells you you're too skinny? Fat people. That's who tells you you're too skinny. <laughs> I mean, like, old blood you know? right, right. and And so, yeah. uh, finally, I, I remember I got up from the dinner table. Like, as they, they sang happy birthday, you know, which I always hate. Everybody hates that, right? So, I get up, and I go to the bathroom, and I started to cry because I was like, who the fuck are these people? Like, I started just thinking about, you know how you take Life. inventory, yeah. like, w- around birthdays or the end of the year, right? Yeah. And so, I remember thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, last year was such a great birthday party 30 mm. people or, you know 100 something people Top family friends i've known some little and now like what is going on and now i'm i am thin like i was like what looking the f- in the mirror having this what moment what the fuck yeah. like i was looking in the mirror like what the fuck is wrong with you and i pulled yeah. my shit together and i went back out there and then 2 days later now september 10th mm. i was opening for my dad in vegas here in vegas at the riviera mm. and showtime is at 7:30 uh, so I, or I go on 7:30. he goes on at eight. Right. Yeah. And at seven, 10, I was up on the fucking rooftop of the Riviera hotel. Getting ready. Looking down. <laughs> oh, boy, tears in my eyes. Off. Here we and go. I was Getting about ready, to jump take off, the ride. And the only thing that stopped me from doing it was mom and dad pretty much like mm. what, like in front, like, you know, the people that I know care, like, wait, Jesus, like, like, like mom
1: and dad, like in your mind or in my mind. Okay, no, no. Like in it. my
0: mind, like, dude, you, like you're better than this, you know? Yeah. But I owed the mob a fucking fuck ton of money. Like <laughs> There's always that. thousand dollars, and like I was, I was like, I was out of money, and I was just like, what? You know, you know how like you have that plan for your life, and it doesn't pan out. Yeah. And I was like, none of it's panned out, and I'm 30, and I'm a fucking loser. And then mm-hmm. like you know, I've always I think placed this harder expectation because like my dad was a fucking killing it. Yeah. You know, he was 28. He had a TV show on CBS. You know, he was killing it. You right. know, He was killing it when he was 16. Right. So I always felt like, man, you just, you're just you a fucking loser. You know? And I just felt so bad about myself. And I almost jumped. And then I was like, fuck it. You know, I can't do this. So I went back downstairs, fucking did the show, acted delivered. like delivered the show. Good. And then um, that was closing night. <clears throat> went back to L.A. Mm. And then the next morning was September 11th. But and I had a couple friends that, li- that were working in the trade center mm. uh, that died. And uh, I was just like, I remember I took a shower. I got out of the shower. And I watched those buildings crumble. And I was just like, man, you got to get shit together. Like, you're better than this. Like, yeah. you can't do this. You know, you, you, awesome. you said that was the very That's next awesome. day.
1: Yeah. You know what's crazy about that? Like, the, like, when you look at it from an outside perspective and, and just you telling the story, you're about to take your life. You chose not to. The very next day, your friends lost their life. Yeah. This massive... Catastrophic national tragedy takes place, right? And it makes you think like I almost took my fucking life last night. Yeah, and all these people oh, I'm getting goosebumps. All yeah. these people lost their life lost because their it was lives. taken from them. Right, and yeah. I almost took myself. What a yeah. piece of shit could I have been? Yeah, and now it's time. Yeah, yeah, now it's time. Yeah. That's sure. his Phoenix. weight. Wait- <laughs> that's yeah. his Phoenix yeah, yeah, moment. Yeah, 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 hundred yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, percent. Yeah, yeah, man, no, that's real. <laughs> I love those stories because those stories, like you know, it's funny. I made a, I made a post. Um, Yesterday and it kind of ruffled a few people's feathers that I was talking about like if you don't if you're not inspired by success You're a fucking hater like I just that was an yeah. opening line mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people already didn't like it, but it's like behind every success story is some massive Traumatic bull. and yeah. the thing is like so like if I meet someone that's super successful Yeah, yeah is a success <clears throat> inspiring? Yes, but what's already inspiring for me is that I already know <laughs> I'm like There's a story behind you that I'm really inspired by that I haven't even heard yet. And I'm looking forward to hearing it 100%, yeah. Because that story will probably make a change in someone else's life because they're gonna relate to it. They're in that exact same fucking spot right now. And it can literally help turn their life around 180 in 24 hours
2: and that that right there i was was talking about that on my social media this morning i was like look and i was like i've I've been thinking about like why do i do this you know like i'll be in the gym and i'll just be talking you know and, and and just talking to the people uh through my stories and i'm like why do i do this i was like i do this because one i'm working on myself in front of you guys i'm the man in the arena you're watching me you're watching the fruit of my labor the fruit of these ideas i share with you but secondly there is someone out there right now who has all the uncertainty, got all the the doubts and is just working on themselves like I had to for 10 years by myself, no freaking results, no one freaking cares, no one's watching your videos and you just know like I have to find my way. I need to transmute all this chaos and darkness into order and into light and into something or I got to die trying and I just want you to know freaking keep going. Keep going become smarter become faster become stronger and it's 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 weird because there's no there's no formula necessarily there are cheat no. codes but your life is your own synergy it's your godship over your thing so it's like you literally have to figure it out for yourself like gurus can help you a lot but it's all on you and i'm just here to tell you keep freaking working and be humble enough to learn from the information you're getting and you're going to get there and then i'm like that's why i struggle in front of you guys because there's someone out there that's listening right now that's like sitting in their car you know just trying to figure it the freak out and i just want them to know like the answer won't be
1: right in front of you but you got to keep trying to figure it out yeah there's that and then on the flip side yeah there's ten thousand people out there that would want your problems every single day of their life. That's a whole nother
3: one. Yeah, so man. Yeah.
1: Not not because I, I, I... And that have done say, so much I'm not, more with I'm less. not going to say, hey, <laughs> I, I dislike when I hear there's one person out there that wishes they had your problems. No. There's probably about 10,000 people that wish Easily. they had your problems every single day of their life. If they're in they the would, U.S., they, if you live in the U.S., for sure, around the world... For sure, even in even in You're, the U.S., there's at right. least ten thousand people in the nation that wish they had your everyday problems as for the rest of their life. They would, yeah. they would take that, and that to me is where I don't take any part of my life for granted. Yep. I'm grateful for everything that that's in it. I'm yep. grateful for even all the shitty moments yep. that happen. I'm grateful yep. for all the moments that put me in this violent space in my head. Yeah, um, because I truly believe in chaos and order. Yep, and <laughs> same. Um, same here. <laughs> it's, so <laughs> so <freaking good. laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And you know. It's just one of those things where, uh, for me, I feel if I don't maximize what this life has, has gifted me with, with yeah. um, then I feel like I'm, I'm doing a disservice to the people that rely on me now and the people that in the future are going to rely and yeah. need me yeah. uh, to deliver. And I have to show up every fucking day. I have this attitude where I don't get, I don't have a choice or an option to choose when, who, where I show up for. I'm going to show right. up every day, no matter what. Yeah, um, and if you're one of those. <laughs> I mean, I'm very blunt. If you're one of those that picks and chooses where and when and who you show up for, you're a fucking piece of shit in your low life because yeah. that just means you are taking everything else for granted and you're not really setting yourself up to be successful. And that's cool and all if that works for you. But that to me is not wanting something better out of life. And that mm-hmm. to me means you're ungrateful for the life you've been given. And that to me also means you don't care about the people around you. Yeah, think, End of story,
2: period. I think you hammered it, man. You said it's a gift. And that's how I look at all of it, man. Like, I'm honored by my adversaries, Like I'm honored by every challenge that I'm faced with. Like Who would David be without Goliath? Like, who would? You're honored by the 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 equation that's in front of you because it's going to either command some your adaptation reflex to be triggered and for you to evolve your phoenix moment, or it's it's going to destroy you. But without solving that, you can't be better. Like, if you that moment where you're looking at, hey, I owe the mafia this money. I'm standing here. I'm about to jump. Like, you're honored by that pressure. Yeah. The purpose within the pain kind of unlocks the potential and yeah. process like that pressure is like the philosopher's stone that caused you to be like, all right, I'm going to take off like that moment when you're like, all right, dude, you're either going to die or you're going to do this. I'm going right. to take my life. And if I fail, I'll take my life. And, you know, and you're dead serious enough to do it. Like, that's a whole nother right. thing, you know, I, I, that accountability is actually and, and there. That's why. These troubles are beautiful. They're
1: yeah. powerful. I, I have. I, yeah. take, I take great pride in. In. In have gone through what I went through. I want yeah, a, a friend or well, a friend now, but a client that I used to have, he had um, some LSD issues yeah. and we would, we would hang out. I'd take him to the gym with me. We'd just go out to di- dinner and just talk about, and like one of my beliefs and this is completely unorthodox to the system of how you get better. One of my, in my core of, the, of my soul, knowing, I like... believe that you should be able to openly talk about and reminisce about the good times when you were using.
0: Interesting. I, it should Interesting. not, it should
1: not be, something that's looked down upon. It shouldn't Mm. be told to you that if you talk about those good times, it's gonna trigger you to wanna Mm. go back. No, that's a fucking life experience. You had some sort of life-altering moment during those times... That has helped shape certain things right. for your future. Why? And that's why, why is I that say such a negative. It's not right. a negative because yeah. I will sit here and talk about the crazy LSD trips, the the mm. cocaine right. acid trips at the same time, the candy flipping I did at the same time mm. during the good times, because I had certain moments during those that were awakenings that have now helped right. me for today, yeah. and I also have helped like, me how I help people. Right. Like today. for real, yeah. That's man, why I say that was the it's, worst
0: year and the best year of my life. Yeah, for that exact reason. Because mm. have I? If I don't go through all that, yeah. I a lot of the good that came out of being psychotic uh, for a year in Vegas is I met everyone. Like you say, I know everyone. That's the year I really met everyone. Like <laughs> I fucking was out there. Like Just you know, boom, living it up. One thing, it's weird. Like I did stand up comedy for ten years, but I was actually still kind of shy socially. Uh-huh. Didn't really like striking up conversation. But when you're on the fucking stuff, you know, you're talking to everybody, you're talking right? To everybody. So I really got connected, and then getting connected. Is what helped me when I did get my shit together. I started a PR firm with Geo, and that yeah. helped me get clients because I had all these connections. And wow. I was I was PR is basically the favor business, right? Mm. Do this for me and do this for them. Then you're right. I owe you. You owe me. That kind of it's favor trading. And I was able to do all of that because of that shitty year. Yeah. The good that came out of it was. I realized you got to respect the money and you got to, you don't work hard enough. Everything was handed to you. It's time to, you know, be a big boy now Man and turn, up. you know, you're 31 and yeah. you got to start working and really work. And, you know, I did all of those things. And had I not gone through all that bullshit, I don't know where, where I be. I'd be. Yeah. Exactly.
1: That's why it's a gift. Well, again, again, that. again, you want peace, you have to have you have be to be ready have. for war. Right. Yeah, war. So <laughs> chaos and order, angels yeah. and demons. Right. Yeah, man. Light is versus light. Like One's like I, zero. I, I live my life like that. And the thing 100%. is like when I go through my everyday life, I yeah. look for the darkness in the light because yeah. that's where my actual growth is. Your growth is not during the light times yeah. because that's when it's convenient. Yeah. It's exactly. easy. There's right. no pressure. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to fight for anything. Yeah, man. When you tap into the dark side every day, that's where the that's, strength That's is. where the growing, right. that's where the real and growth starts to come You in. were, we as, as they I said,
0: as, I think it. Byron said, you yeah. were the soldier on the street, right? Yeah. He said it. He said or, it you yeah. said it, Dav. And then you guys were actually soldiers. Do yeah. you, is it because you went through what you went through uh, with the military that it's shaped you of who you are? It, for sure, right? Because of all the near death or... or
1: well, yeah, him for yes, because his Phoenix moment was after right
0: Right.
2: but i think the military really crystallized and canonized a lot of gears that were in me, say from my father's influence and the way right. I was raised, very disciplinarian. So then the military was like the proving ground. It was like, all right, I'm in a platoon full of dudes. Turn up the chaos. We're getting hosed down right. and, and that's the, You've seen tear violence. You, and, you've
0: you've both yeah. seen levels of violence, right? right? And yeah. obviously, you talk about it every day on yeah. your yeah. channel, which is how this all came <laughs> to be because <laughs> I've been awesome. addicted to your Instagram. Oh, thanks. Um, man. That's an honor. You know, uh, I know you. I just introduced you to him and sent yeah. you a link so I I don't know how much you
1: had. To, it was just yesterday. I went straight to his website. Actually, now. Okay. Like, oh, that's okay. Badass. So you know
0: <laughs> he 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 really Byron breaks down. You know he'll he'll take a video of you know a guy walks into a convenience store and just starts opening fire or, or yeah. you know a guy starts stabbing someone, whatever right. crazy fucking violence that's out there, and then he'll break down. You know what you could do if you're in that situation or right. what this clerk could have done better or things yeah. you need to look out for to see the signs and and yeah. things like when you make that content. Do you think about like long after you're gone? It's part of your legacy, like. A hundred percent. So like
2: back to your question, if I get in a car accident on the way home, like, am I afraid of death? Like I'm living every single moment for that moment. Or if there's something that happens, a dude walks in here with a shotgun and I have to go to work, like, I'm like, I've, I've, I've been training for this moment my yeah. entire life. If I have to step in front of someone or do something,
0: yeah. like that's where you I You have absolutely so, changed my life in how I've, how I go about life awesome. now, because I, the reason why I started watching you is I, when 2020 happened yeah. and they shut the world down, I told Vanessa, my girlfriend, I was like, We got to get guns.
1: Right. We got to get guns.
0: <laughs> because all my friends that have guns are like, The world's ending. You got to get guns. They're yeah. coming for your food and all this stuff, right? Yeah. So I'm like, Fuck it. So we went. Apocalypse, we learned how to, zombie
1: apocalypse? Yeah. So, so we learned can,
0: how to use them. And then I got addicted to guns. Yeah. Like, I was never <laughs> anti gun. Awesome, I was never yeah. anti gun. But, but I didn't, didn't know. Yeah. No, you know. And and now I was like, Oh my God, like, this mm-hmm. is an expensive habit. And I had to like pull back because, well, then ammo was crazy yeah. price wise and stuff and, and hard to get. But. Uh, yeah. I mean, on, like on what you were saying, that's, that's really my
2: goal with those. So it's like, like most people don't have 10 years to spend in a dojo. They can't go to the range all the time. But like, if I can teach them a safer pattern of life, I can teach them a way to have more awareness. The way not just to be like, situational awareness, have you? Yeah. No, 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 but like, no, break true. it up. Like, <laughs> and and yeah, it like when you, you. About, yeah, exactly, when you talk right? about, when you talk about transitional
0: spaces. Yeah, exactly. And like, Tactical I never th- I think and, of things like, like dude, right. and this isn't, I don't mean this is like me being paranoid. Yeah. I no try smell. not to pee at the fucking urinal. <laughs> <My> I go, <laughs> I the pick last stalastal so does. that I have as much time as possible yeah. if and when he comes in to do some shit. I'm um, ready. To I rock. got the most amount of time to, yeah. to get it going, and that's the
2: stuff I want. I want <laughs> the skills I use to protect the one percent of the one percent. I want people to also realize they can leverage those, and a hundred a hundred pound human, like a hundred pound single mom, yeah. can live a safer pattern of life with more yeah. effective awareness, so that she can avoid see coming or just just not have to be in the right of bang the combative
0: yeah. situation let yeah. me ask you this and that's on all the, soft
2: skills it's so downloadable right. like you can
0: just learn these things earlier today i was with vanessa we were going to the gym and yeah. w- so i don't know i tagged you all on a video yesterday i don't know if you i, you, I know you're instagram and you're busy and everything but, but i tagged all three of you in it did you see here in vegas oh yeah a guy comes in, in to a convenience oh, store I saw that. wearing a vest and just starts opening fire wow. on people. Here I in Vegas, that. yesterday or the day before. And Wearing so, a plate carrier. He had a, plate he had carrier. a pistol. Yeah, yeah I yeah. said. And, and yeah. an Asian guy. And um, um, no, that's not Asian hate. Okay, don't, don't cancel <laughs> me. <laughs> don't get crazy. Right. Yeah, don't yeah. get crazy. Yeah. Um, um, and f- so Vanessa asked me a question. I'm curious what all three of you think. She said, is random acts of violence more prevalent today in 21 than, say, it was 30 years ago? Or is it just... We have access to more information, and so now we're seeing it more often or is it has it gotten worse what is your i want all three my of you to take in. is that it has yeah.
2: because the values has in America what? it has gotten worse because the values in america have shifted emotional intelligence i believe is at a much lower all-time low and people have access and it's much more dangerous now that dude walked into that store with a plate carrier and a pistol he probably has an education he probably been playing video games understands a little bit about tactics he obviously does he's got the gear to go with it so and it was premeditated and it was right. premeditated. Yeah, yeah, so your your enemies scary. are more right. sophisticated now. They're smarter. Um, so it's much more of a threat, and I believe it happens more often than it probably did. And, you know, so I, I think for sure the battlefield is changing exponentially. Like the stuff we're seeing come out of Mexico and the stuff we're seeing even happen in L.A., things are just changing very quickly. Um, but, to answer your question, yeah. lower emotional intelligence, senses of entitlement, uh, a lack of um, accountability from law enforcement, things like that, the way mm. the charges have changed. Say that again. Say that again. A, a lack of respect <laughs> oh, for authority. Nothing sacred anymore. Nothing's honorable. I had a video of a guy pickpocketing an old lady in church the other day, like, stealing stuff I, out of I saw hers. that. I saw well, that. I praying. I'm like, nothing I sacred, that. man. You know, I just I just like saw, Back in the day, that. yeah, gangsters used to go to church and like would be cool. Right. While we were there this in a ceasefire, no. a ceasefire no. in church, right? right? Yeah, man. Now nothing's sacred anymore. No accountability. Yeah, for sure. There's way more going down.
3: And the, the mm. thing that concerns me is the why. I've always asked for the why. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What value? And and then I say, you know, because because I look back at some of these incidences that have happened in 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 the United States with acts of random violence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, the guy got picked on at work. He was pissed off. Da-da-da goes into his work, got fired, he shoots everybody. I'm not saying it's justified. yep I'm mm-hmm. going to be clear. Yep. But, okay, I know why he did it. I'm not saying it was right. Right. This
0: guy just walked in the store and, and starts shooting at random people. Yeah. At game time. Yeah. What? That's crazy. I don't know if you. I think you. What, what posted was th- The video about the guy that came in with the machete in the office. Did yeah, you, did you see that? I actually
2: interviewed the guy who got in the fight with him and defended himself. Me
0: too, Machete James. Yeah, I Machete had him on. James, yeah. solid man, yeah, good great. dude, man. But yeah, like, like that's the type Whoa. of thing. Like you, you could. Talk to people and mm-hmm. and throw out a scenario like that, and they would go, oh, "This never happens. Right. Never gonna happen. And it's and never gonna happen until it does."
2: Yeah, I had and, to have a go ahead.
0: Yeah, and like I had to get into the when I first started carrying, mm-hmm. I had to get into the uh, habit of like sometimes I would pick and choose when I take it out or mm-hmm. when I bring it with me, when you, you know. And it. I'm like, yeah. "It's so stupid. Yeah. It's sad. It's sad." But yeah. but I've, have you had a poll ever
3: outside of your 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 duty as an executive? Mm-hmm protector or security have you ever had a poll in, uh, in public have to
2: draw my weapon yes no i
3: haven't i've had no. to do that one time really?
2: really in seattle yeah really never thought i would yeah. and it was my car mm-hmm. well and then too on real quick on what you were saying the why man one thing i've learned from dealing with these populations is it just our metrics for understanding why doesn't matter at all oh, compared God. to some well, of these because I mean, they, like, there. I've had people who believe they're just
1: strung out on stuff. They think this is going but here's on. Here's the thing, but and but it's it, just it, game time. It, it's you, a mix of number one, yeah, for sure. It's it's escalated like it's way worse now than it was thirty years ago. Yeah. But I also believe it is. But I believe the reason being is because of how much access we have to information. Because you have on a global level, between social media, the news, um, the media is now more fucked up than it's ever been, and it's turning people against each other, oh, yeah. and it's playing these mental games social that's causing people to actually have emotional meltdowns, and they're just purely reactive on yeah. what they see, and then all of a sudden they feel like they're targets, and yeah. then they just start reacting to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. And like not long ago, I actually want to read this, because not long ago I made a post about how you know everyone thinks that going to war is just you're going to war in the battlefield if you're part of the military and yeah. that's it but like every single day we're going to war oh, yeah. and if you're if you're someone that doesn't want to be in a state of readiness if you're somebody that does that wants to pretend and act like it's never going to happen to me you're yeah. fucked you're like not like you're so fucked yeah you're so an ostrich like you're, you're a sheep like you're, it's going, over you're going to get you're, so like i want to read this because it's funny yeah. that you brought this up and asked because this is on that topic and I know it's yeah. going to sound weird to some people because it starts off spiritual a little bit but mm-hmm. I said, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I shall fear fucking nothing. Say it with me. The war is among amongst us in our day-to-day life, and most will choose to ignore that. Not everything we see and hear is direct, but indirectly and it has massive cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Many things you see, hear, and touch are not what we think they are either. The devil is disguised as angel in various forms. Mm-hmm. Manipulation, true narcissism, control, destruction intentional fake behavior and lies we become what we consume you know how many people will manipulate you and be loyal to you for their own personal convenience then the then the ungrateful behavior begins if your awareness isn't dead on You'll get fucked in some shape or another, small or big. True evil isn't the monsters we know and hear about who go to prison or get caught for illegal crimes. True evil are the ones in disguise. Mm -hmm. The ones we know and hear about are troubled individuals who lost their way in life and saw no other outlet. No, I'm not condoning or excusing any of that shit either, but evil ones have a direct intent to try and turn your world inside out if you are not prepared in every way. The word try, that's the key word. If prepared, you'll witness their world crumble and karma go on full-blown assault. I've witnessed it with my own eyes, I promise, but make no mistake, they will take yours down with them if you're not ready. This is not some wild-ass thought process or crazy thinking this is the realest of realities. We all wish everyone was great and everyone truly cared and loved people. Most do, most learn late and the hard way, but then there are others. Raise your awareness, be prepared for daily wars amongst us, and take take care of your loved ones. Teach and educate them about real life, business, family, spirituality, loyalty and honor, mindset, reading, readiness, enemies, preparation don't undervalue any of these i'm telling you if you're one of those who thinks no way never me you are either fucked or you are playing too small in life to encounter any of this yeah. facts
2: 100 man yeah. there's so many so much good yeah. stuff in there that's so chewy man <laughs> there's
1: so so much good stuff in there to touch um, you know, but that's uh, that is that literally is every single day 100%. right now
2: yeah if to to a, to an aware person to a person who's actually in reality you know like you're Taking in high volumes of reality and so many people. But that's only so a post for that because there are so many yeah. people
1: that are choosing to ignore reality that mm-hmm. I'm like, wake up and <laughs> yeah. listen to this message and yeah. understand that if you are getting consumed by this pretentious, toxic positivity, you're so gone. Yeah. You're history. And these
2: problems we have, these positivity, like these positivity stuff, and like uh, all the problems we have, they are a luxury. Like there's such a, like the fact that we even have time to get like wrapped around the axle about just pronouns and <laughs> he she black, <laughs> black white and all this stuff. Yeah. It's a luxury. I, I mean, you know, in the military, man, you could be orange, purple, pink, whatever, man. Yours. It's time to go to work. It's time to go to work. When it's time to talk crap, we talking crap about each other. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying, right. like, yeah. man, we gotta fight in the back of the squad bay. We gotta fight in the back of out there. The and day, then when it's time to go to work we're we'll gonna go, go to work, to work. <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. gotta be
1: back to back and know yeah. that the person's got a percent you know this stuff is a luxury man it's it's crazy to me it's not real yeah so, so it's crazy that it's, you mentioned that because i was like yeah i like, yeah. just talked about this
3: so yeah man going back to that question you asked earlier what shaped us yeah yeah the military saved me yeah me too because i knew if i didn't <laughs> go in i had no direction mm-hmm. and i was just hanging out with a bunch of knuckleheads Still friends with some of them. Mm. We're bad kids, but just you know, eventually you're going to get into bad shit, Be right? No heavy. But then I went in, and after I saw all the 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 lives and stuff happening, the why came up, right? We were doing a little bit of uh, your your combat was a little different than mine, mm. right? Yeah, you know, yeah. we're legalized hitmen, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got out, but w- what motivated me is my whole life nobody ever believed in me. Mm. Nobody, nobody said I would amount to anything. Nobody had any faith or, or or conviction that I would succeed. In high school, I got voted all talk, no action.
0: Nah, really,
3: what a gift! And I went
0: to <laughs> tw- <laughs> what a gift! And,
2: it,
3: and and the only thing I could do is run my ass off on the football field, box yeah. like a freaking middleweight champion, right? And yeah. then and then I was angry, but mm. my best revenge is to I'll show you, right? And so even to this day. I think there was a—I won't say how many—your reunion came up on Facebook, <laughs> and I said, "Oh yeah, everybody's like, oh, I got voted this, I got voted." I'll talk mm, no action, mm. and I said, and "Here I am. and I said, "I'll every one of you." Right,
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> King
3: Kong ain't got us. Right, right. Yeah, because yeah. because it, it's I'll, I'll training show. day.
2: Yes, one hundred percent, man. That's yeah. that's a checkers this
3: is chess, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right. And so me, it was—I had to prove to myself. That I'm not going to let anybody's words, you know, they say sticks and stones will break my bones. Words Words will never hurt you. But they do. Mm -hmm. They do. And so I had to learn to build a resistance. And then growing up biracial, having the identity crisis, like I'm white I'm black. No, you're not black enough. You're not white enough. Are you Italian? No, I'm not fucking Italian. (laughs) I'm not Mexican either. (laughs) Nothing wrong with Italians or Mexicans, just a disclaimer. Mm -hmm. But my Instagram says black and white, best of both, because I had an identity issue. Yeah. Yeah. And I never fit in with the, the cultures. Same here, man. I never, get fit, I never fit in with the, 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 the area I grew up in. Mm. I went to 12 schools in 12 years. And I never fit in with anybody. In fact, I never fit in Seattle. Mm-hmm. I moved here. And I, now I got all these great friends. I love it here. Yeah. So for me, it's that drive of I'm going to show you. And I'm not going to beat your face in. But I'm going to do it by my success. So the best revenge right. is to live well. Yeah. So here's my accomplishments. And oh, no, I'm not done. You'll see the jet next year. Oh, yeah, and it's not mm-hmm. just a, but it also, I think Sean said something he, he about his car, and, I, and my joke was, uh. you know, growing say, why do you got a car that big? Oh, because I have a low self esteem, it makes me feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a V twelve Mercedes. That's all I can afford right, right now. Yeah. because for me, I want to feel good. Right. And maybe that's my drug, right? But right. I just, you know what? When you tell me no, I'm gonna say fuck this. I'm gonna prove this dude wrong. Yeah, you know, Sean. Sean and me got that mindset. You got Hell that yeah. mindset. Yep. And then and then when I was in combat, everything yeah. was slow motion. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I literally would see bullets come by mm-hmm. and people were dropping. I'm like, and I, you know, people say, well, are you religious? I said, if you're not religious, you go to combat. All of a sudden, you're fine. Jesus, help me, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'll never God. do this again. I'll never pee on my dog. I'll never <laughs> yeah. do this again, right? <laughs> <laughs> if you let me out of this, I <laughs> swear to God. God. <laughs> I'll never pee on my dog. Not that I did yeah. that. I'm just saying, right?
1: Yeah. And then,
3: all of a sudden you, you start you, you don't feel invincible, but you feel this energy of like, yeah. I'm here, I have a purpose. Protection. How am I gonna yeah. impact? It's so how am real. I gonna impact how many people's lives are you gonna impact? Yeah. And when my mentor, Brad Bougamont said, you know, people that make a lot of money have impacted people's lives, you're not mm-hmm. gonna make a lot of money just say, I wanna go make money. Mm-hmm. You gotta change the world. You gotta change and impact people's lives. And Contribute. then the 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 wealth comes behind it. Mm-hmm. Warren yeah. Buffett. Right, yeah, sure. Uh, you know anybody out there? Sure. Sean's impacted yeah. hundreds of people's lives, and he's reaping the benefits. But that's not why he does it, right? Mm-hmm. Right? It's a it's a it's a selfless act of hey, this guy I just met, he's inspired me. Mm. I want to get to know the guy, yep. but I'm not doing it for for my own self, you know, satisfaction of what can I get from him, mm-hmm. but how can I grow from him, right? Yeah. yeah. And so for me, my motivation: how can I be a better player and a team player?
2: Mm right yeah I, I think for me too like my version of that was like i never been that like i you know i was in the infantry big deal you know i'm like five ten. big deal you know like like i was never that amazing at anything you know i'd be like kind of like in the middle of the platoon you know like in the runs like i was always a leader but i was always like when i got out and i started getting to social media i was like well i'm not that really cool you know like what am i gonna do? like how am i gonna like, What's my angle you know? I, damn I, you know and so i started kind of being like well geez you know But, you know, they say your gift will make room for you. So I started focusing on contribution, you know, like how can I contribute at higher and higher and higher and higher levels? And like that's part of my message is like you may be imperfect, right? You may be ugly, short, fat, whatever it is. But if you can just invest in yourself to become more valuable and make better and higher quality contribute on higher and higher levels, your gift will make room for you so continue working on yourself continue becoming more valuable and your gift will make room
1: for you and Do you know what, one of the one of the biggest things everything's about contribution that's it's a cheat code about, right there it's, it's not, about, there. It's it's not even about me like one it's not things, about like it's like yeah that, like, if people, i can you know one of the things that bothers that truly like is bull, disruptive. Grinds your gears disruptive yeah, <laughs> yeah disruptive in my in my head is how how undervalued personal growth really is to the degree where you make yourself a more valuable player in the game of life yeah because the thing is like most people are in the game of life to play the game of life i'm in the game of life to fucking win as hard as i can and help other people win at the same time right but and by doing so you have to increase your identity improve who you are improve the degree of how much value you're giving to another person right and some people just coasting and they think like they shit talk on personal growth and value and in development i'm like What else? Another game? If you were (laughs) a stock, yeah. If you were a stock and you don't find any value in in improving your identity, why the fuck would I ever even put five cents into you? Right. Because that means you're going to be a bad, dead investment. Where me, someone puts 100 bucks in me, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn it into a million dollars for them. (laughs) That's
2: exactly the game, man. That's the game. That's yeah, man. And I've never and you, I'll say like. Personal growth. I'll talk about that stuff and you'll see people kind of roll their eyes. And I get it. Like, you know, like some of it's been weaponized. It sounds cliche. It's turned kind of snake oily in some ways, but it's like there's no other freaking game in town. Like, I don't want to seat at the table because I'm cool. Like, I want to seat at the table because I can generate value because I want to be able to run with the pack. because... sit at, at the high table? Where's that from? <laughs> at the high, uh, John Wick. John, yeah, man. We, I got so much on that, man. Putting together an excommunicado party, but anyways, we'll talk about oh, that. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, I mean, but, you know, I mean. we build the table. But, so yeah, man, it's like you don't wanna everyone's focused on being cool and being like accepted. And I'm like, dude, forget about that trash. Focus on being valuable on a deep level. Something that no one can take away from you because they weren't there when you earned it for your dang self, you
1: know? And you know and, what's funny is at the end of the day, when 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 you're really up there and people know yeah. you, then they're like, "Dude, you remember me? Like we're buddies?" Like, no, motherfucker, like, you're dead to me. Yeah, like you had you had no belief. You you wrote you, you wrote told me I off. I couldn't. Yeah. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. But now that something else is going on and you want a piece of it, I don't think we're so. we're boys now, right? Yeah, yeah. Hell no, yeah. No, no. You know, it's uh, it, <laughs> dude, life is very interesting in so many different levels, especially when it comes to people. People people intrigue me oh yeah in various ways and i'm always yeah. like you know like I, i'm a i'm a behavior specialist so when i mm. see certain behaviors take place yeah I, I start to analyze right away by default don't even think about it and i'm sitting there wondering like what is going through your head where you start to devalue certain things that are supposed to be at the highest levels of value in your life right why are you why are you demonizing it why are you making it look so little why are you belittling it when it should be the number one asset that you have why why mm. why when you're working with clients, mm. are, do you try to open their
0: their eyes to a lot of the content, uh, the, like the the message of the content that you put out, or are you just literally there to protect them? Like, do you do you try to help? them evolve as well or i would imagine a lot of them don't even want to hear it right totally they... totally different relationship it's man. different yeah absolutely yeah, just when go I'm protect, work, sir, that's it right 100 percent. yeah when i'm
2: working i'm like a knight you know got i'm it. like i'm here i've got your back i'm gonna render the best service possible i'm gonna do it as much your way as i can while keeping you as safe as possible I'm like is it C-co. mostly
0: celebs or just no actually, walks of life ceos or yeah. important business guys like more so more
2: yeah. high net worth folks families i actually do a lot of church stuff a lot of uh, faith-based stuff as well. Oh. Um, you know, celebs are cool; they're awesome, but it's um, it's a different client demographic. It's right, a demographic. I've done a lot of them, but now I aim more at the people with itineraries. Yeah. And, yeah. Otherwise, it does, it, otherwise, it's <laughs> called you know. babysitting, right? Oh man, um, it gets
1: it gets interesting. Well, it doesn't, yeah. my, my guess is that it doesn't align with your values and what type of people you want to be associated with even in your line of work. That's Correct. very important. Yes.
2: Now because of where I'm at in my career, I can pick and choose so the I'm la- getting in bed with you our values Yeah, align. the last the that's, last that's like the, the last
1: few months I've been yeah. I've been harping and pressing hard on my social media about values like everything's value based. So if you don't have values like I don't even want to know who you are. Yeah. Like I don't care about our association because if you if your our values don't align, yeah. I don't know what the hell you and I could possibly do or or want even go hang out. What are we going to yeah. talk about? What are we going to do business about? Because if our values don't match, you're going to fuck me over in some shape or form. Frequency is going to be off.
2: Wisdom, discipline, purpose, freedom, and excellence, and you, contribution. Those are my values.
3: You made a comment yeah. earlier about fitting in, mm-hmm. right? That was that was the realization that that helped me move forward. Because I spent my younger life always trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. As soon as I said I don't give a fuck,
2: <laughs> everything. I changed. posted yeah.
3: this meme yeah. because it reminded me of it. It says they didn't give me a seat at the table. So I grabbed my own and made a throne.
2: Yeah. Like yeah. now that's been the game. And
3: and and it was I was I was always trying to fit in. Yeah. Yeah. As a follower, right? And I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't give a shit about them. They don't care right. about me. I'm just gonna grind it out, grind it out, put my head down. And now it's like, oh we're gonna hang out. No, we're not hanging out. I'm hammering. Values. <laughs> look, and I got a different perspective, but similar to yours on values. Like I don't care what you do in your personal life. I don't judge yeah. you. But if we're going to be around each other, the, some of the stuff I don't agree with can't bring come to the table, yep. yeah. right? Because I'm that guy that says, "Don't judge anybody." Like you know, Jesus said, "Don't judge anybody." Okay, yeah. I can't judge you because I my I got more skeletons than <laughs>
2: right. It's <laughs> you like, know? Yeah. get the shit out
3: of the closet. Yeah. You're yeah, but I can I can be comfortable in my skin and tell you who I am, right? And say, I don't give a fuck. This is who I am. Well, you're perverted, or you're this guy. This is who I am. But when we comes to the table, yeah. I leave those skeletons in the closet. Now, if I meet a guy that's doing something, I don't know what he's doing. When I'm around him, I don't want those skeletons at the table, but I give everybody the latitude and opportunity to, to impact somebody's life, right? Mm, yeah. So the values of, hey, are you, are you willing to be positive, move forward in life, and help people and, and impact people's lives and, and uplift yourself and others, great. Now, what you do in your spare time, I'm not judging you. Mm. That's just me mm. because I'm not perfect. We're not. None of us are. We all right. have our issues, right? Um, and so I think, other than Will Smith, nobody can find any skeletons in his closet, right? <laughs> Maybe Jada's, but not his, right? <laughs> I don't want to go there. No, for sure, man. Yeah,
2: a couple
0: I, times. I, I mean, will not comment at this time. The <laughs> uh, yeah. values.
2: The values. Well, one. I mean, I'm not big on. I have my inner circle, but the values are like I, I kind of roll with that judge, but don't condemn. You know, like I know. There tree, you go. I know a tree by its fruit. Because I, I, yeah, I it, yeah. that's a freaking pear tree. <laughs> that's a dang banana tree. Right. Like, that's a then, rotting tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and and if <laughs> and if I don't those, want that around me if that fruit isn't on a certain level, you just make it to a certain place, and I have certain things that I can sure. give you in certain levels sure. we can interact in. But sure, you're gonna stay kind of there until I see that fruit. I like
1: or, the way you said that. I don't. Ju- I, I don't. Judge. I judge you, but I don't condemn you. That's exactly. like the, That's probably the perfect way to say how I live my life by Mm -hmm. Um, because unless you're someone that's like you are in a shitty place. You do have shitty values. And they're like, I need a fucking change. I don't know what to do. You're Tell awesome. me what to do. Yeah, I love yeah, that. Guy. I'm, 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 I'm like, let's go. Let's go. Come yeah. on. Stay attached to my hip. I'll give don't you listen what to I got. anybody else. Don't take yeah. advice from other people. Let's just go, and I'll take like, you where you need to like go. Like, you
3: don't want to yeah. be around the negative Nelly all day. Right? There's it's a right? huge I energetic yeah. I can't do it. I, it's crazy well, how some people I, well, will here's I, wallow
1: You're toxic. Being a follower, like, here's what I can't imagine. Like, if you're a follower, you just want to fit in. Can you imagine... The amount of weight yeah. inside <laughs> of you, in your emotions, to, on your shoulders, to want to just follow and just want to fit in so bad. Like, that was me. The, the yeah. weight, the weight hollow inside. Yeah. I think everybody at some point that. wanted to fit in. Everybody at yeah. some point sure. wanted to fit
3: yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, 100%. But that's a lot of pressure. And that's why a lot of these people, mm.
1: the, the, Are the, they're, they're killing themselves. Instagram girls, they yeah. want to be that
3: girl and they try yeah. to fit in, right? Yeah. And then it's like they just end up. Some suicide, yeah. You know, no, or it, shooting people, or you
2: know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I want
3: to be like John. I'm not funny like him. <laughs> the <laughs> smile, no. It's a lot of
2: pressure. <laughs> I started out that way too, man. But I had to learn the same lesson, and it was such a right? gift, you know. Like I go to the Bahamas, they're like, oh, you know, fat boy, you're too American. Like, yo, the Americans soft, so let's jump the Americans. So I had to fight every dang summer. I had to fight everybody every summer. Then I go back to the U.S. I'm back in Washington State. I'm the only black kid. Yeah, you know I mean, so Gig I'd, Harbor, bro. Yeah, I mean, Gig, Gig Harbor's Harbor. pretty nice, right? But I, but before There's that, I lived in like oh. Des Moines and stuff like that with all the Samoans and stuff. So oh, I'm Moines, the only black dude, you know. So mid- I did midway drive-in yeah. Movie theater, yeah, swap meet. Literally <laughs> five man. minutes from that exact <laughs> place, whatever. <bro. laughs> Highway Federal 99, Way, all that dude. Yeah. yeah, so I'm out there, and so I, I never fit in. And when the black dude showed up, you know, like I wasn't black enough to be like. Wait, did you go to the,
0: Chinook or Rainier High School or Chinook? Wait, how are you going? not
1: black enough? Oh, boy. I don't mean to <laughs> yeah, yeah. short version of that? Like, wh-
0: Chinook Wins Casino. Where's that? Isn't that up? Is that near you? No, that's way north. Oh, okay. yeah, no, no. I've Chinook been there. Middle School. Okay. I played for Des Moines
3: Junior Football, right? Oh, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. What? Empyrean Bearcats, yeah. I played for the Rams, too, man.
0: Oh, that's what's shit. up, dude.
2: That's shit. Alumni.
0: Rams <laughs> <laughs> alumni. That's, crazy, Rams yeah. Alumni. that's wild.
2: Yeah, man. So, I, I the black <laughs> thing came in. I mean, just the way I was raised. Like, okay, so my dad, you know, he's like, you know, not an immigrant because he didn't come over here, but he's a, very successful entrepreneur in the Bahamas, you know, was on a magazine, one of the most successful entrepreneurs, been a pimp, like he's that guy. And he raised us, and he was always like, look, there's a difference between African Americans and black people. And he always was like, you don't speak like that. You pull your pants up. Oh, he's like, so he's like son, you wanna be in hell? It's he's a like cultural, you... a cultural, not a black black, it's cultural. It's a cultural thing. So yeah. he'd be like, he'd be like, You wanna you wanna go to hell? He's like, You ain't gotta die to go to hell. you be an uneducated black man in America, you're already in hell. So he always was like mm-hmm. on us and trying to keep me kind of on on, on a higher path. My sister took the other path. And her life was just just went crazy. So when I would be around like normal African American people, I'd be like, "Hi, how are you doing?" And they'd be like, "Carlton." <laughs> and then and then I had to fight oh, all them too, go. right? Yeah. You know. So it's hey, it's. Guy. And then yeah, man. And then and so it was. You know, I wasn't like cheesy, but I just wasn't like that. You right. Know? Right. So that was another friction point, okay. and it still is sometimes. Even with my content, I posted a picture the other day. I come up with. I drop maybe one to two videos a day. I publish one to two videos a day. I like like, I spend thousands of dollars on creating content. I don't know anyone else in the space that keeps up with the pace no, of production, that's right? Unbelievable. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I got all this stuff I'm proud of. One picture stands as the most popular piece of content I've ever posted. The most interaction, most engagement. It's a picture you've all seen it of a black three black guys in court, uh, a uh, a lawyer, a gangster, and a bailiff, the cop dude. They're all standing there and I just said, choice over everything. Ultimately, the sum totals of your decisions will be the outcome of your life. I spent the next two weeks fighting underneath that post because people weren't having it. It was usually it was mostly black people. I was whitewashed. I was an Uncle Tom. I was a victim of racism that didn't know that he was a victim of racism. And see, I'm just sitting there too? like <laughs> I'm trying like, to find it. I'm like I didn't I didn't but, but I didn't see, come that's, from any. That's I came the, from a lower middle class. That's the mindset. It's all mindset. You're a victim in your head. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like I'm not a victim yeah, exactly. I'm like I just refuse. You know now oh, you
3: don't understand. No, I do understand. Oh, you're not black enough. Well, I've been on both sides. Of yeah, racism. that's what I'm
2: saying. Like. I've been poor. I came from a third world country. I went and I, I joined the military. I almost died That's a bunch a of times. Mentality. Then I went and became a, 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 a. I went and became an entrepreneur, and it's like there hasn't been anything handed to me.
3: And
1: aren't I'd, you?
2: Aren't you convinced that people suffer
3: and they're victims because of the media? People telling them that they're a victim. Exactly. You, you, exactly. You got, this is you got so much opportunity. You know what? And it and kills you know the country. What? To, and look and, look or, at where we come I only,
1: from. I only, I only believe me. that to a small to a small extent mm. because wait, believe what? What he just said, from how people, you get influence of being a victim. They take Mm -hmm. what's easy. Well, here's the, it's really their own fucked up validation of their shortcomings. Because they know they're falling short, they know they're not delivering, they don't want to go road. do the hard route, they don't yeah. want to do the hard shit, they don't want to go work their ass off, look in the mirror, put, they don't want to put a hundred hours into a week. Right. So because they fell short and they're failing at life, and now that media saying, Oh, you're a victim, you're this, you're that, it's like, Oh yeah, that's me. It's like right. no, what so so but, because the TV is validating but how but you your feel association and too. your shortcomings, right, then the easy road. It's okay. Yeah.
2: Because yeah. there's plenty of stories of people that grew up and, and honestly. Especially with all the, you know, studying psychology and all that stuff and all that, but my, my heart does go out to young people that have two retarded parents that don't get to see until they finally, at some point, if they even get to see, you know, how to actually live a life effectively, because they grew up in some retarded environment, but it still can be done and it still can't happen. Okay. And ultimately, yeah. well, the sum total every, of your life is your every, responsibility. Every
1: single person that lives some sort of, that is in some sort of really shitty situation, yeah. there's a story out there that was that had that same exact situation literally to the T and is winning at the highest And is level. murdering it. Exactly. Um, and it's there. And to yeah. think that, oh, well, there's no story like mine that's, out. like, no, you're crazy. There's too but many not people that, yeah. I'll say over this. the course of mm. several hundred years. There's no one that's been, that special. No <laughs> you're, not, you're not that special, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. You're the only one person on the face of the earth yeah, yeah. in the beginning of a lifetime that's got that one The perfect no synergy of ever, just Where <laughs> my life just sucks and no one's ever made it out. Exactly. And that's, that's, that's the reality. It's like in the Batman movie, the one with Bane, where no one's made it out of the hole. Yeah. But Bane, oh, you know, know, I love but, Bane. Well, the <laughs> no, Bane got rescued out of the hole. Yeah, it's But, but the, the the daughter, daughter, the daughter made it out, and then Bruce Wayne made it out. But yeah. no one else has the same yeah. exact. But you, but
3: right. you're also a product of your environment, and that's the thing. You got to find a way out, right? So right. your association and product, you can't blame you there as, and You can't blame it. Right. We saw it. Yeah. We're like, I got to get out of here. Yeah. I ran to the military. Yeah, I'm looking around like I, he has what I don't want, and what am I going to do?
2: Right I to own it and make a decision. You know, like your environment, same thing. You're like looking at this thing. You're like, this is carnage. Like I got to make a change. That's the moment I want to help people get to. You know, I, you know, like, you know
1: what's funny? You said I like chaos. I don't like carnage. Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
2: That's huge, man.
1: And you did chaos, at a really young age. At 21, you, you before it turned 21. That, 20 that's first, pretty amazing. My, my 21st birthday was coming up, and here's the thing, too. Like one of the things where I had that realization was, or that revelation was, because. I had no childhood growing up Mm -hmm. from like the day I could walk. My father used to beat the shit out of me. My mom and my sister were emotionally abusive to me. My sister put her hands on me too. She gets Mm. mad. We don't even have a relationship because I I said that she like denies it. (laughs) So I don't give a shit. Um, And then... At 12, I started drug, d- drug addiction, and right. I was just heavy into drugs right out the gate. And then by like 13 or 14, I'm drug dealing, mm. cocaine, marijuana, and a couple other things I get my hands on. And then from that point, I'm nothing but a fucked up addict, and I, ne- I never saw survived on five minutes of being sober. So for mm. eight and a half years straight, every second of eight years, I was on something the whole time. Wow. And then, yes. and then right before I turned 21, I'm like, dude, I had no childhood. I was beaten, I was yeah. abused, I used drugs. I got no childhood to fucking really like be prideful of other than I took a lot of lessons out of it that I can yeah. apply to my real life. And then at 21, I, right when I turned 21, I'm like, okay, either die or do something with it. Turned yeah. you into a hard and, dude. And, 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 the, uh, and that's when, you know, uh, like I said, the, I, I really truly believe the spirit spoke to me and was yeah. like, you deserve to give yourself a chance no one gave you one go give it to yourself yeah and i've those moments are
2: big man what do you, i'm impressed at your brain you know like you're still so
1: I'm impressed by Light, it too, not lightning. to sound like a fucking Razor narcissist shark. about it. Yeah. Because like my I should have a completely a lot, melted raisin yeah. brain by yeah. now. Yeah. Did you and your dad ever <laughs> like, have like a long like conversation? You got a regimen, bro? You got I'd like like, to see a brain scan of <laughs> yeah, Sean's brain. About, it's probably yeah. still half missing to be <laughs> honest.
0: Did you and your dad ever hash out like why he did that? Like you had to have no, some. So, sort so of So
1: well, what happened was so after I got sober, um, I still talked to him for a couple of years. So from like twenty one to twenty three, we talked a little bit here and there. But then I went on a four year streak where I didn't even talk to him at all. I avoided his phone calls. I didn't return in messages. Like, I just didn't talk to him at all. And then it got to a point where he's, like, not trying to, like, hunt me down. Not in a negative way, but trying to find, like, where's my son? Right. Um, And then then some uh, family friends ended up running into me at the gym. And then I guess that word got back to my dad. And then one day, like, uh, one of our family friends, a female, she she sees me, and she's like, hey, she's like, how's it going, da-da-da. And she's like, you know, she's like, why don't you talk to your dad anymore? And I'm like, because he's a piece of shit. Like, this is what he did to me. This is what I had to deal with. And he just denies everything. And she's like, "Yeah, but he's your father. He misses you. He loves you. He's your dad. You can't talk to him, talk about him." And I'm like, "I can talk about my father however the hell I want." I'm like, "You're not going to tell me. I don't even know you anymore. It's been years since you and I have even spoken. And now I run into you one day at the gym, and you want to tell me go back and talk to my father. You don't even know the story, other than my dad misses me." Right. Right. And then fast forward like another two, three years. And somehow my father knows exactly what time I'm in the gym. And this is like 40 miles <laughs> Yo, away from me. Messing around. Dad, falls, Dad shows up at the front door of the gym and I'm like, what the? And I get calls. <laughs> Sean, you have a visitor at the front. And I'm like, what? I'm like what? I'm like, what are you doing here? And we step outside. We have a small conversation. I'm like, all right, I'll call you later. We'll talk. We go out yeah. to, we got to bite, uh, grab bite to eat. And then it slowly started to rebuild. Uh-huh. And then I kind of had a conversation with myself and I had another revelation. And I'm like, man, I'm like, look. This is me having a conversation with myself. I'm like, Sean, four years your dad has been struggling and trying hard to get a hold of you. Every single day, phone calls, every single day voicemails, mm-hmm. every single day emails. Like not a day went by, four years straight. I'm like, that has to that merits something. Yeah. I'm like, so let me give him a ch- chance Cause just four years of relentless, you know, sure. persistency of trying to get a hold of his own son, I gotta get it to him. Plus he lost his first son. My my this whole arm is dedicated to my brother and his gravestone and everything. Okay. Um I'm like, all right, let me give him a chance. And then so we slowly started to reestablish a relationship. And we kind of have one. I just keep him and my mother at arm's distance because mm-hmm. they still um, try to cross certain boundaries. Mm-hmm. And they still kind of like, whenever the, the conversation, somehow the topic of my past comes up, they're in like full-blown denial. <laughs> really? about like to the full degree. And I'm like... Yeah do you remember the black eye you gave me? Do you remember when you put my face in the floor? Do you remember yeah. when you knocked me out? Do you remember when you cracked me in the head while I'm taking a shit at, at the age of six? Like, do you remember any of this stuff? He's like, I never did any of that stuff. And I'm like... Wow. I'm like, so and then I'm then delusional. To deal with it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm delusional. Yeah, God, well, I'm easy, like, he's like, he's I like, only put my hands on you to toughen you up and make you stronger when, when the time when the times came. And I'm like, Got as a kid? It. Yeah, I'm like, that's not education. Yeah. Right. But like I said, so like, for the most part, it's good. Um, but I don't really talk to any other family. It's just... Uh, I got to a point in life the last five, six years, and I know everybody's like this, but mine's like really, I don't have blood family that I could say I'll go to war for and I'll take a bullet for any day. There's not a single person in my blood that I would do that for. No one. Mm-hmm. Um, well, my oldest, oldest sister who's, we, you know, God bless her, but she doesn't have a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. And obviously for my brother, I would have as well. Um, but now I, I truly choose who, who becomes blood to me. Yeah. yeah at this point like there's there's my acquaintances mm-hmm. there's friends, but I don't like to use that word loosely right there's my circle and then there's my inner circle
2: yeah mm-hmm.
1: my inner circle, my circle, man, if you're part of that, I will literally take bullets for you if, you, if you betray me, I will turn your life inside out, right yeah no, I'm just, yeah I, I think and I think that's healthy
2: man I think that's the way of it you it's know? standard well, he's because- saying,
1: it's my standards and right. it's my values, and if right. you fuck over my values and I've let you into my circle um you're going to awaken the devil that i've caged in over the years right right <laughs> yeah, exactly 100 <100%. laughs> and i i uh
2: I, I live a lot the same way you have your family that you were you sent here with and then you have your family you choose and that's been huge for me man that, that's been really big for me because those are the guys that have been there for me when my family you know has not been there for me yeah. yeah exactly that's my pack do you have like, kids uh yeah oh. yeah yeah, not something I like to talk about okay. too much, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of what I on. do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. I got you. I
0: got you. Mm-hmm. you. Do. Yeah. Um, that was interesting. You, you had said when I asked you, because uh, you, you were here a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, and you, I saw you were at the Raider game, like on the field. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, you're still in town? And you're like, oh, no, I'm gone. I don't post in real time. <laughs> Is that... Um, I mean, obviously, I get it. It makes yeah. sense. But I'm like, it's also shocking to me. Like, you? Like, what is it? Like, yeah. you? You're you. You're <laughs> fucking, what do you want? Like, you. Oh, yeah, But absolutely. still, just because you never know.
2: 100%. Everyone's touchable. The more visibility you have, the bigger of target you might become. I live in a world with people that have to deal with that. I protect those people. And then even as a civilian, you know, like, yo, check out this sweet AR I just got last week. You know, like, you're just Joe Schmo that got a cool AR. You're just excited, you know? And like maybe a few weeks later you know you're like yo check it out i'm in cancun and then the homies are at your house getting right. your ar you know i was like, just gonna ask you like, i <laughs> like was just in new york happens, for four bro. days and yeah. of course
0: i'm posting because i'm in new york but mm-hmm. sometimes i kind of have to because it's part of like what, what i do you have to do yeah but it's know? still a bad idea yeah but, right? but, but the vanessa's digital is realm. You, so that's just, true yeah, yeah. well she was with me also but <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah Or even your cat dogs. cats will fuck you up yeah
2: right yeah the digital realm has brought a whole nother level of vulnerability to everybody that they just simply don't understand yet right and so you know, even when I see friends like, "Yeah, I'm in Cancun," like here's me at the beach, and I'm like, mm, "Man, you, like you post probably after. won't, you, yeah, you probably won't listen to me, but you shouldn't post that you're not home when you're not home. You know, right. you shouldn't post these. That's foolish. Ultra vulnerable. Yeah, you're at a restaurant, fine, you know, but like." There's just a lot. You got to keep them guessing, hundred percent. And, well, and, and I, with what I do, different it's like times, you right? know, It says see six a.m. <laughs> yeah. I'm already home. Yeah, someone can establish a pattern of life on you in two seconds, and it's really easy to do. I mean, someone can just pop on your Instagram, and if you're on Twitter, oh my. Gosh, the information people can get on you or, in terms of yeah. uh, your posting. Schedule, I think mean, Snap so. would
3: probably be worse, right? Yeah,
2: I haven't looked too much into Snapchat, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, I mean, all these things are ways for people to just I, aggregate. Yeah, and I, on their I,
1: I find it interesting when people are always posting where they're at in the moment. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I don't, want, because yeah. no, I, don't want want know, I don't want people to know. They want the attention. I don't want people to know what time I want, I, what <laughs> time it is. Like, yeah. I want any of that stuff because at the end of the day, like. Listen. It's my life, man. Um, but also, like, if somebody decides to figure out where I live, too. Like, I got yeah. animals. I got animals. And if I, and if, I got, if I walked into my house and my animals, animals have been shredded, like, someone or people are going to be buried. Mm. And I will spend my life yeah. figuring it out. Figuring out who. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, I just
2: installed. And my animals, I mean, I got, like, you know, 250 a dog in there that just... You Know, have fun, <laughs> like, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I
3: got a 12 pound bruiser, he's like,
2: this Yeah, yeah. <No. laughs> you know.
3: I, I just spent I, sp- I got a whole ins- installation of mm-hmm. infrared motion, nice cameras, voice activated. Oh, nice! Everything yeah. is you, you can like, talk wait, to wait. him, you have right? 10 seconds to get away from the front door. You'll <laughs> <laughs> like, I can talk to the guys. Yeah. The is, she pulls up the car, I can see her, and mm-hmm. I start talking to her through the camera. So, I got all that installed because of the same yeah.
0: concern. I got kids, yeah, man. Um. I hate exactly. to say these words, but we have to wrap this up. Oh, this uh, any, awesome. any any final thoughts from Byron? Oh, man, we
1: covered we covered it all, <laughs>
2: right? We covered so many dun, dun, topics. Dun. I would say, you know, focus on your ability to contribute. You know, when you look in the mirror, you see how imperfect you are. Don't worry as much about that, but worry about how much you can invest in your individual capital in yourself, so you can make higher quality contributions. Second thing I'd say is when it comes to safeguarding your life. Learn how to live a safer pattern of life rather than focusing on one skill that supposedly is going to save you or one tool that's supposedly going to save you. 99% of things can be avoided with soft skills.
1: I was going to say the same thing. Like, just how, like, On a day-to-day basis, no matter what you're doing, where you are, and where you're going, and who you're with, mm-hmm. um, always have that red con mentality. Be 100%. in a state of readiness, mm-hmm. and be on your toes, and 100 percent aware and alert at all times, no 100%. matter what. 24, even when you're sleeping, like let your subconscious be as alert as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, you are prepared and ready for anything, even if it's on an emotional level. Exactly. Um, I truly believe in that 100. And you know, people have tried to talk shit to me mm-hmm. when I when I say those kind of words, and I'm like, no, listen, like if I'm that ready. I'm impenetrable. Yeah. I really am emotionally invincible at that point. Yep, um, because being being that alert ge- allows you to even make better decisions, as you talk about, mm. for your life in the yeah. moment and decisions for the future. So that's that's my
3: Davrick. Seize the day. <laughs> Carpe DM, Right. I think that uh, every, every minute you breathe and live and sleep is, is a, a moment of opportunity to, to change somebody's life and impact yourself. you got to think about yourself, but at the same time, who are you going to bring with you? And so I, I, I feel that there's always an opportunity and a negative and a positive, and you got to look at everything in the light and say, hey, can I make this happen? Can I win today? That's
0: my mindset. 100%. I knew this trio was going <laughs> to make for an incredible podcast. Um, thank you for coming today. No, thanks Im- for putting
1: it together. For yeah, real, man. man. Uh,
0: Impactpreneurs, if you're not listening to them yet, check them out. They're on Spotify. No, you got, are, are they on Spotify yet and all that? We not need to get them on Spotify. Why, why but they're that? on YouTube. Uh, yeah, they're on YouTube and Byron Rogers. Um, Travis has posted all their socials, and I'll put it in the links uh, for the audio portion as well. But uh, man, thank you so much, guys. This was really fun. But I want a verbally binding right. agreement from the three of you that this is just the first time we do this. Oh, Heck absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Do Down, yeah. Let like, me know. Done. Uh, Say when. We got to right. do some things. Yeah. We will see you next time.
1: Boom. Have a good day.